time they about to blast on us The black nerds, blitz or rush, y'all turn that podcast up Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring These brilliant blurs give you the word All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Martin. And welcome to episode 204 of Blurds Are Us. Um, I want to apologize again for last week where the episode got actually deleted. Um, mm-hmm. I had an absolute mare. So pissed. Um, today's going to be fairly swift as just the two of us. So, you know, not as many back and forths. Um, we're just going to kind of catch up, get ourselves up to date, get our dock up to scratch. Um, I have some good news. I am finally back to work. So... Woo-hoo. I'm excited for that. Like, hopefully, um, I can just get back to, I can now, with a goal in sight, hopefully I can now get, pull my finger out my ass, get revising, get studying, do my hours, and hopefully become a train driver, um, which will mean a whole heap of money. And I can hopefully finally save up, buy a house for me and Dell, um, and do all the finer things in life that you can't do that when you don't have money. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but with that, obviously, work's going to take a bit of a priority. So, you know, episodes may not be as long as they usually are. We might not get as much stuff watched. Um, but we will do our best to continue to bring you great content, great news, and a bit of banter here and there. So, yeah. Um, Martin, what have you been up to this week? Bro. All right. So, yesterday was um, our final Saturday practice of American football Jeez. before our next, uh, before our first game of the. In inverted commas season. Right, is, um, is your first game this Sunday? This Sunday, yeah. Okay. It's at uh, Arthur Cheetahs. So um, we have the Stallions um, under 19s team playing at nice. 12 p.m. And then 3 p.m. is the senior team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We have a few ex Cheetahs players on the Stallions team that mm-hmm. are raring to go. They, they really want to play this game. So. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited for them. Um, cool. I'm not too much excited for myself, but I, basically, I get excited on the day, not really, you know, the build up towards it. Um, but yeah, nice. um, our, what was sorry, our, our first game is the Sunday against London Blitz. Um, uh, what, what time? Uh, I, don't, I think it's a four o'clock kickoff, um, mm. because they got their juniors playing before and it's down at Finsbury Park, so I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the first time. Um, you know, going up against another team in over two years. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Like, literally, uh, I'm not gonna be going heavy in the gym this week, but I'm gonna be like doing as much cardio just to like just 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 get some extra cardio, last minute fitness, and that. Just you know, uh, yeah, just get yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, you know I'm ready. Speaking speaking of gym, right? Mm. I was watching Austin Eckler's um sort of gymming. Mm. So what he does is that like, he trains legs. At the beginning of the week, um, and then he does upper body sort of in midweek, mm-hmm. and then towards the uh, like just before the game starts, all he does is just running. Do you know what I mean? Just to get his, just to get his, uh, I guess, 
reduce the lactic acid in his legs or whatever, so that when it comes to game day, he's ready to go. So I might adopt that as well, okay. as in go to the gym and everything like that. But when it gets closer to game day, I just decide to um, just run or go to the park and do just cardio or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that, so yeah, I thought that's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this week has been hectic for me. Um, cause obviously, um, I started my new role not too long ago nice. and obviously I've, I've now got into grips with everything, but still the workload is a lot, especially when you have someone who's, um, on annual leave. So this week was tough, man. Um, but still very, very good experience for me. So yeah, I'm really, I mean, the company is absolutely amazing. So um yeah i'm just yeah it's it, it, that being said it's it's very very hard to sort of try and get as much watch as i can for these episodes but yeah it's all part of the grind i guess at the end of the day yeah no, um yeah so um speaking of things i've been watching right um i'm just gonna run through the list of anime i've been watching mm-hmm. um so 86 um episode 11 that's the final episode uh of the season anyway so that got watched um Nice end to the to the to the series. Um, I'll see when season two comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, Eden Zero episode eleven. Um, again, another another good episode. Um, I think episode ten we we got introduced to um, characters that um, that you know resemble characters from say fairy tale and, and previous works by uh, by the author. So um, this time we got to see um, Urza Scarlet. Um, or as a Scarlet's sort of clone character in this in this case, and yeah, it's really good. Cool. Um, she's an amazing character. Um, I managed. I know we're going to watch this next week, but I managed to watch episode one of Record of Ragnarok. Um, um, it's it's got it's got a very interesting concept, so I think we'll all enjoy watching that. Um, and also we'll speak about that next week. Um, Scarlet Nexus. That's a new anime that came, that to me anyway. Um, I think it came out around this, uh, this season, not too long ago. Um. It has characters that have special powers. Um, not everyone, so basically, not everyone has a unique power. So some people, someone might have pyrokinesis, but um, someone obviously well trained in pyrokinesis will obviously out outmatch someone who um, has just started learning to use their powers. That kind of thing. Um, you have other people who have powers like clairvoyance, um, uh, telepathy. Um, uh, psychokinesis, but, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's a very, very interesting, uh, concept. Um, I think it's based on the game of the same name as well. Um, and my only, my only gripe of it is that the, um, the monsters that it fights look weird as hell. Um, and so it's a monster they fight and it's basically looks like, Im- imagine like, you know, we go to, you know, we go to shopping, buy flowers, right? Flowers come in a bag, right? So imagine yeah. flowers. So imagine that enemies look like that, but they have legs, <laughs> essentially. Like obviously legs that that represents or fit in with the design of that uh particular monster. But it's just weird to see. Um but so far I like the whole story behind it. So all the story in it. So um I'm gonna continue watching it. Mm-hmm. Um Tokyo Avengers episode eleven, a really good episode. Um Cestus episode ten, another good episode. Um you see Cestus <clears throat> sort of take a step, sort of evolve in in his fight. Um, you know, in, a, in arena he's level fourteen, so um, and overcomes enemy and actually defeat his enemy. Um, so I thought that was really good. Um, Shaman King episode twelve. Um, Summer Spider. So what's episode uh twenty three? Godzilla singular points episode thirteen. 
Full Dive RPG Crappy The Real Life, episode 11. Competence Will Be Dispatched, episode 11. Megalobox Nomad, um, episode 11. That's season two of Megalobox um, anime series. Mm-hmm. To Your Eternity, episode 10. This this episode was probably a whole chicken for me because you saw uh, you saw uh, Fushi, who is the stone that, um, that sort of absorbs people when they die and whatnot and learns about life. Um, you see Fushi finally growing a little bit of stubble so you can see that he's growing in real time even though he, he's immortal um, he still takes all the characteristics of something that's alive so it's really cool to see that and he's also made um, um, a foster brother in another character and you see him grow up and this kid went from being scrawny or whatever to being just this huge hulking mass of a, of, of a man um, so yeah, it's really cool to see Um and uh, Nana, I know you've seen this as well. Um, Wish Dragon. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is how... Oh, listen, I had so much fun with this. Um, mm. Now, I don't know if I had so much fun with it because initially, the first 20 minutes, I watched this um, with my friend Sam. I went to her house and we were both chilling. We just stuck saying gone. Um, and I, we were both laughing at the same stupid jokes and like the dumb mm. little things that were happening. Um, yeah. Like I would give this a free piece because it was just funny. Like there was so many funny mm. moments to it. The the reason why I can't give this a whole chicken because like pretty much the whole time I was watching, I was like, this is just like a ripoff of Aladdin. Now, obviously, yeah. you know, when you I said that, I thought that exact same thing. I started watching. I started thinking to myself, ah, oh, I see what Nana's saying. That it looks like a like a Aladdin, or it feels like Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. It's, I thought it's, the exact basi- same thing. it's basically like a Chinese Aladdin, isn't it? But like, mm. and. I couldn't shake that feeling and I'm pretty, like, you know, most stories have been done before. So like, you know, but a lot of times I was just like, this is Aladdin without the singing and also like the, get, <laughs> the Chinese culture. But I really yeah. enjoyed that. I like the, like the, um, the morals that I tried to teach during it. Uh, it was mm. jokes. Uh, like, I just had a blast and it was short as well. It's like what? Hour and a half. That, mm. that time flew by quick. Um, and again, like I only watched the first twenty minutes with my friend, and um, then obviously later on when I when I left us because we were um, doing our revision and stuff, and it was just kind of like background watching. Mm. I came back home and I finished it, and I was laughing. Like I was genuinely laughing. Like I feel like it's one of those ones that kids would generally find it funny as well. Like yeah, it's funny for adults. It's funny for kids. Yeah, man. This was this was much better than Ray of the Last Dragon, man. I'm I'm sorry. I know some of you guys <laughs> love that that, but. This, yeah, this was much better, man. A much better movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, obviously, with with Ryan the Last Dragon, I said that you know it's great to see that it borrowed elements from you know various cultures because it didn't try to be particularly from one culture; it just tried to be as inclusive as possible, which, which I thought was really great. Um, but for me, I definitely think I enjoyed Ghost Dragon a lot more than uh, than Ryan the Last Dragon. I, mm-hmm. I say a lot more because. Um, Raya Dragon for me isn't it was hard for me to tell whether it was aimed at kids or aimed at sort of maybe older kids maybe pre-teens or or young teenagers Mm. whereas with um, Wish Dragon I knew instantly yep it's aimed at at kids Um, that's the name it's going for so I appreciated it more with you know the humour it had um, the story it had like you said had great morals Um, and Again, it's nice to, you know, in, in, in this, I guess, maybe not in this particular age, but it's just nice that, you know, we're now seeing a lot more um, uh, movies from other cultures. Uh, and, you know, just just appreciate everyone, right? everyone's background, where everyone's from, you know, where they come from, where, where they come from, um, um, 
you know, how they sort of operate within their societies and things like that within their own cultures. Yeah, so like you, I'll give it a three-piece. Um, for me, it's not so much that it feels like a copycat of Aladdin. Um, um, I, I, I don't know. I, right now, I can't formulate why I can give, why it, 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 why it doesn't deserve um, a whole chicken, but I'll definitely say that it's a movie that I'll watch again easily. Okay. Um, yeah, whereas with Ryan Last Dragon, I think it'll take me a while before I can watch it again. But with Dragon, I could probably pick it up tomorrow and just have it in the background and just not be, not be bored of it. Um, uh, it, it sounds like they're doing a sequel, you know. Do you know? I think a sequel to it wouldn't be bad. Um, again, I we should see... down for a sequel. And you, and you know, and you know what? Yeah, like as mm. much as like Ray the Last Dragon, everyone's like, oh, um, you know, it had like a um, an Asian cast, yeah. This one as mm. well actually smashed it. It had Constant Wu, it had John Cho, it had William Lee, it had Bobby Lee, uh, it had Latasha Lee Bruno, it had Aaron Yo, who was Pockets, it had Jimmy Wong, who was Din, mm. it had Jimmy O Yang. So again, like they went from a general majority Asian cast in this as well. And mm. it just banged, man. It just worked to me, man. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And one last thing, right? I think I, remember, I, I mentioned this on Thursday, but because somebody lost a recording. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll say it again. So, remember back in the day when it used to be DreamWorks and Disney, yeah. um, where every time uh, DreamWorks or Disney would pull out one movie, then the other would pull out a movie that's very, very similar. So, yeah. I said that if you look at A Bug's Life, for example, compared to Ants, yeah. um, I think Ants came out before Bug's Life, but the concept of Bug's Life was already down before Ants. Yeah. Um, there was um, The Wild, and um, The Wild was, I think, DreamWorks, and the other was Madagascar. Um, and there were other movies like that where it looked like, you know, both were vying for the, for the same type of movie. So I was thinking, is Netflix doing this thing now where they're going down a similar vein of, you know, maybe Disney will do a movie like this and then they do another movie? That's not, it's not, they're not the same story, but, you know, same culture. So again, um, Ryan the Last Dragon, Asian, um, Southeast Asian influence, and this one, Chinese influence, that kind of thing. Um, so we just to see what happens with these animated movies, whether whether go down it, if my theory is correct. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is something that they seem to have done in the past. Um, obviously, I always forget to do this, so I'm just going to do it mm-hmm. now. Um, we at Blurs Rush have a very unique rating system. Uh, it's a chicken rating system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. And a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. If it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. And also, Big T has decided to show up. Um, welcome to the show. Better late than never. Yep, thank you, thank you. All right, cool beans. What you what you been up to this since the last recording? Um, boy, not much. Really. It's just working <laughs> and um, working, looking after the little one. Um, I I watched a film uh, with my wife on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, we we like a horror film as a and we found and we like our foreign horror films as well um yeah. so we watched some indian horror film called um ludo mm-hmm. you know you know the game I, ludo I know, I know the game ludo i played it with my the girlfriend what this week so, yeah. yeah oh so yeah yeah so but it's a horror film based on that game which is quite right. funny because i couldn't exactly remember what ludo was but obviously mm. like, everyone's played ludo everyone mm. knows what ludo is so I was like, "Wow, oh, what? I swear, like, I know this is a game." So we watched it, yeah. And then it gets to a point where, like, 
they pull out the game and, and I was like, oh shit, like, it's this game. And it was, it was pretty stupid. Like, it was funny <laughs> to watch. It sounds like some fake Jumanji. Hey, a wild Marvin's appeared. dickhead. I thought I felt a chill run down my spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chill cold you. What's going on? <laughs> so that's good, bro. Um, yeah, no, this, this Ludo film is weird, man. Basically, it's like I said, it's some Indian film in it. So these two chicks and these two guys are like running around the town at night trying to find somewhere for them to like settle down and get busy and get naughty, mm. uh, which is like highly frowned upon in in this country. So like no one's letting them book a hotel or do anything like that. So in the end, they decide, all right, we'll just go to the shopping mall. And then when it closes, we'll just hide. And then we'll just spend the night in the shopping mall. Yeah. So they do that. And then they're like running around doing stupidness, whatever, about to get busy. And then when, when one of the guys and the chicks are like, like getting down, this random old man and old woman just come out of nowhere, just really creepy, walk up to them and like grab the woman by her hair and just like start <laughs> fucking with them. Mm. And then we saw that. So I laughed. We said that. I was like, "Girl, by the pussy." From the <laughs> I don't know why that was in my head, but that's just the go-to thing. So sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't quite go there. I didn't quite go there. But um, no, it just gets stupid, man. Like she pulls out this Ludo game, but it's not like a proper like Ludo game. It's like some, some like, I don't know, like like a like a like a knitted sheet or something like that. And it's got like all the squares and like, stuff. Like a tapestry kind of thing. Like a tapestry, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like a tapestry with the Ludo like layout on it. Sewn so, so into it or something. And the huh? So with it, with the Ludo sewn into it, is it or or is it just like printed on it or something? No, it's like it's, yeah, it's like sewn into it, but it's not like the actual board game. It's like they've just made it. There's like a homemade thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, to okay. make it look, to make it look old and ancient and like real or something i don't know to, to make it less stupid do you know what yeah in general like bollywood movies are are not always especially the action ones are not to be taken seriously yeah so for, them to, for them to make like a kind of thriller horror movie where it's based off a board game you know it's you're <laughs> gonna be in for some madness because they always got madness. they always got some madness going on in their movies especially bollywood movies yeah that's why i love it man that's why we watch it because it's just so funny like funny, they, take, yeah. they take it so seriously but it's so stupid and the acting is so exaggerated isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question was there any singing in board no surprisingly there wasn't there was no like okay. there's no bollywood singing or dancing or anything like like i said they try to take it seriously but it was just so stupid because it was about ludo but i get it because like the whole thing was this so this old man and this old woman they got cursed like way back way back they did something they like they were getting naughty as well and like i said that's that's frowned upon so they got cursed for it by the Ludo God, yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the curse was that they have to spend their eternity playing this game of Ludo now. Oh and you know how annoying it is when you can't get that fucking first six. Like, you're just rolling the dice oh. and you just can't fucking ever get it. Like, yeah, so they yeah, just yeah. spent eternity trying to get No, is six. that really what the story is? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they just can never get this six in it, yeah? And, nah, then, and, and then one day after, like... I don't even know how many hundreds of years or whatever. 
Like one of them finally gets the six in it, and then because she gets the six, she moves her piece, and then um, I think the other guy gets a, like basically they finally get a six in it, so they get their pieces on the board, and then when the when the the woman like catches up to the guy's piece and takes her piece, mm. um, she gets to like eat him <laughs> basically like they become oh, these no. zombie you know what yeah do you know what's my dear do you know it, it's this just made me think of do you see in jumanji when it's like in the jungle you will wait till you till the dice roll six or eight yeah yeah they actually took that to next level <laughs> this, guy didn't, this woman didn't get a six for like it's, centuries that's so peak. like it's what's his true. name had to, to be in the jungle for like what 30 years but mm. this woman was in there for like her whole lifetime mm. yeah and they can't they can't like eat they can't drink they can't like have any normal food like i said they're basically zombies so they they crave like human flesh but they can only eat when they play in this ludo game and they take someone's piece that's when they get to eat them oh so um that's mad <laughs> it's yeah it's so stupid man it's, it's funny though it's funny and then obviously like i said this these two guys and these two girls who are like running around the town at night they get brought in on this game and like um yeah, like they they start eating them, but then it gets weird because it kind of forgets about the original four characters, and kind of just goes into the backstory of the the old man and the old woman and like how they got cursed and shit, and then just following them through time, and then then the film just ends. It just randomly ends, like there's no real ending. But then there's like a post credit scene where they're like, "But the game's not finished." And then you see like when when they eat people, they they get younger again like they they take oh, their man. their youth or something oh okay. and so so they're like but the game's not over yet and you see you see the woman take this like tapestry that she's got of ludo and she goes into some headquarters or something and then you see them design the actual ludo game and then like start branding it and selling it and stuff so it's like they're trying to play it off like this is the actual history of the ludo game and so yeah. that everyone who plays ludo is involved in this cursed game now and i was like this is stupid man it's so dumb <laughs> but we spent way too much time on this dumb ludo game i wonder i wonder if um the like the creators of ludo like sponsored them or gave them any like <laughs> i don't know any, like sponsorship revenue or whatever. yeah maybe because like it's, it's it's still advertisement for the game i guess but it was just so dumb like i don't know why anyone would want to associate themselves with this yeah, film yeah. That's right, but man. but like yeah no it's, it's stupid man if if you're into just watching stupid films it's okay like the effects were all right and shit but it's just it's a fun, a stupid, fun watch yeah. it's, a it's fun a fun, one of them fun watch films yeah okay okay Marvy B, it's been a while. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Not, not too much, you know, just the usual, usual. Um, uh, I started streaming a little bit as of recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking snake. Started streaming, started streaming some some games and stuff. At the moment, I've just been streaming like mostly Tekken, but I might get on to streaming some other stuff like, uh, um, what's it called? Like Apex or mm-hmm. bloody League of Legends or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, not been not been doing too much in it, just getting by, sleeping, working, you know, the usual usual mm. stuff. But um yeah, yeah, I was streaming and you can catch me at Soft Hearted Brown Twitch TV. That's mm. my um Twitch um IP. 
But yeah, no, I'm cooling. I'm sorry, I haven't been on the show for a little while. I've been a like, yo, just... I've been months, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been like kind of lax with it, like kind of lax with it. But I'm hopefully I'm gonna start being on you guys' show more. Isn't it? It's only like a Discord click away. I'm sure you lot. Um, you know, I'm using Discord more often than. than well, we switched to Discord because you said that's what we were gonna use moving forward. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. On on since lockdown, in it, but now lockdown's been lifted a little bit. It's like you can be around people's houses a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for for the most part, obviously, like Stevie lives quite far. Um, mm. You know, we probably for the for for at least another until we're fully out of lockdown so probably end of august we'll probably still be doing yeah, using discord but from august so. onwards then yeah it will start going back to being in, in person and yeah. obviously who is yeah. available and then we might get one person in on discord because mm. um i can have two people be in person and we can still like hear everyone but yeah, any, yeah, any, yeah. any more than that you can't hear the other people on discord so will obviously like work up a better schedule and again like i said what i'm back to work now for the first time in 15 months so again it will also it will also depend on you know my schedule who could actually yeah, yeah. make You're certain times and stuff like that yeah. um but yeah no i'm happy like obviously a, a, a little bit jealous but at the same time happy to see you streaming because i've been trying to get you to stream on the blurds account because there's way too much involved that i can't always do anything that's why for me i haven't streamed in a while um, I am hoping that now that I'm back to work, I hopefully can, can, can come up with a routine of work, gym, game, and sleep, and then try yeah. and stream every day. And just a routine of sleep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to hopefully start streaming again from Monday. Um, Dark Alliance comes out. I'm going to be hopefully playing that with a bunch of people as well. So definitely uh, I'm going to start streaming again. Try So if you're listening to this, again, like I said before, if you've got Amazon Prime, you can give the Blurs or Us Twitch account uh, a free subscription, which generates money for the show that will actually go back into the show and help me pay for the subscription, um, for SoundCloud and the hosting, um, pay for me to probably get a better laptop so we can actually maybe even live stream our podcast live um, and just do more fun things. Um, yeah, so look out for me on i don't know what time it's going to be but you look out and obviously on the blood rush channel if if marvin's ho- if marvin's streaming um we'll be hosting him uh, same with michael michael's probably even right now gearing up to do a, a live stream for the euros because that's what he's been doing um so <coughs> oh he's been doing live commentary for yeah for, he's uh, been doing live commentary. yeah so he's oh, been, he must he, have been sad when english match was playing man that's like, Eng- england was you know yeah i don't mind that because i don't i don't get too much into sport I, in I, it. I, you I, don't, I know you don't really work, but like it was shambolic isn't it i don't i don't support england in in, in football tournaments though i i want them to lose like i i i <laughs> I, I I drink the tears of the English when they lose in the quarterfinals with penalties oh, every time. Shit. I've never. I've. That's always where it is. You're right. You know, no, no. It's always where it is. It is. We get to like quarterfinals or something, and then we lose the penalties for the whole match of, yeah. our, of an hour and a half, and then we get the penalties, and then we lose by one penalty yeah. or something. And because like, there's, oh, there's, 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 there's always there's home. always one guy yeah that will just like sky it like he's playing rugby. And for me, yeah, one of the reasons I've just never really supported England football team, yeah, I don't really mind the other English teams, innit? Um, is that the media always hypes them, yeah? And especially, and then when things go wrong, yeah, nine times out of ten, yeah, they want to blame the black players. And I've never been a fan of that. Yeah, they're you know scapegoating, I mean? selling super yeah, hard. Ex- exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I've never, I've never liked that. And uh, I've never liked how they, they've treated black players in the past in terms of, like, I can't remember what, what, what season it was, but like, 
other than Wayne Rooney, like Darren Bent was the highest um, scoring English striker in in that season. And he was playing for like Everton, some dead ass team, but he was still banging the goals. And mm. they didn't take him. They took like some next reborn people that had, like scored like five goals in the whole season. I was like, hold on. If you're going to a tournament, you want your best players, yeah, or you want the guys that yeah. are going to be on job. This it's guy has been yeah. on job, yeah, with a lesser team, with a lesser team, yeah, and then you're not no like, gone, mine. No, I said no offense. What do you mean, no so, offense? Yeah, yeah. No, so basically, um, Darren Bent was playing for a lesser team. No offense that, you know, he was playing oh, for a lesser team. Yeah, because... but it's true, though. Like, if you're playing. No, it means, it means in his situation is harder, basically. Yeah, if you're, stri- if you're a stri- oh, striker yeah. playing for yeah, a, a dead yeah. team. You're gonna find it hard to score goals, but he was yeah, because he ain't got goals. people to still help yeah. hold your hand. He's he's having to put in the work rate to to bang those goals fully on his own. Like he's solo carrying, isn't it? Exactly, that exactly point. that. So yeah, it just pissed me off. So again, like literally, I'm 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 not fast. I'm looking forward to England getting to the quarterfinals, um, losing on penalties, and then just like I said, lapping the. <laughs> it's so it's so sad, yeah, because we should be beating beating a team like Scotland. Not that Scotland Fans, shit. Scotland's the like, third worst team at the tournament. The third yeah. worst they team. Haven't had, they haven't had anyone in the Euros for like, what, 40 years or something stupid, right? Yeah, they haven't actually had a team in the Euros. They haven't even made, like, even this time around, they've only made a competition, yeah, because they've expanded the competition to allow more teams in it. Or more than likely, Scotland wouldn't be in the tournament. That's peak, boy. Exactly. And yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Like I said, let let England get qualified and then face France in the next round, innit? And then when they lose to France five 0 yeah, then I'll I'll be back. Yeah, France is looking deadly, you know. I'm not gonna lie. But, but they, is, like... d- didn't they draw against them like Poland yesterday? Did they? Oh, or, I thought or, they clapped someone. They clapped someone before though. They clapped someone in the first game. I think like three yeah. 0 But in the second game, they drew to like again. I think I feel like it was Poland. No, it was hungry. They they drew hungry. against hungry yesterday. Oh no! Exactly. So it, everyone, everyone can, everyone can um. Oh, everyone can get yeah. Can, can mess up in it, but I mean, like I was, I was talking to my friend about this. Apparently, there's no team in that's ever played the Euros that has won like every single match through the whole thing. Apparently, no. that's what you were saying. Nah, there's, yeah, there hasn't. Always people always draw or lose in it. Something yeah. like, like like or have one loss at least. So like, yeah. there's no team that's actually ever won every single match in yeah. there in the stages isn't it yeah no it's just it's just how it goes isn't it so mm. front drawing might it might not be the best thing but they've shown that they can clap goals oh England yeah 100 England, England hasn't shown that they can like it looked it looked hopeful at the start like i'm not gonna lie like england had like what, three good chances in the first 15 20 minutes mm. and then after that they were just like running around with their heads in between their legs like monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely um, so I've not been up to a lot. Um, I've been chilling, but again, like I said, I'm back to work now, so I'm really excited for that. Um, we couldn't really do a Loki episode because there was just a little bit of um, communication issues and stuff like that. Um, so this guy needs to be fast on the mute button. <laughs> um, well, I thought it was it was so loud. I thought it was coming from your mic. You know? Nah, it was, it was it was T T's oh. at T's at work. Oh, oh yeah this is he he this is the only time he he can get to record the podcast so oh, we, okay, we, okay. we we give him special allowances for the time being clearly, clearly not though because he's still getting bailed up and yeah, clearly waste man but it is what it is um but yeah um so we had the latest episode of loki um i again i'm not loving this show this series as much as i i loved one division and um falcon winter soldier 
Um, mm-hmm. This episode was entertaining, um, but I, at the most, I'll give you a free piece. Uh, Brian, what's your take on this on, on episode two? It was fun. Um, I like that Loki was getting read a bit by um, by Mobius because we all know what Loki is and how Loki can you know be very arrogant about himself and stuff like that. Um, and we also know that he's always playing the game, even when you think that oh maybe he's finally changed or whatever. Um, he turns around and shows that no, he hasn't changed. He's still the same guy. Um, <laughs> you know, he's still in it for himself at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, I like the fact last week we spoke about whether um we would see either Eichel or Lady Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mentioned before about uh, the structure of Ragnarok and how that led into Eichel and Loki being sorry, Lady Loki being created. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see that you know I said also I I thought it would be it would be Eichel we were seen. Um, T made a great point that because um, Loki has been placed as gender fluid, we could possibly see Lady Loki instead. And we got confirmation that it was uh, Lady Loki for episode two. Um, well, spoilers. At, at, at the, wait, Marvin, uh, Marvin, you're not watching the show? No. Well, you're, well, you're like then, isn't it? Should we watch the show then? Where is it? Where is it? On thing? On, on Disney? On, on Disney on Plus, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. Oh, no, I need to get access to Disney Plus first to get mm-hmm. You need to um, yeah. slide into I'll certain be... people's DMs and be about, and then maybe you will have access to <laughs> Disney Plus. Okay, okay. Um, um, but yeah, um, I mean, the, the bunch of everything becoming, becoming gender fluid nowadays, man. What the hell? No, <laughs> the reason, but the reason for Loki being gender fluid is because Loki is existing in um, in the TVA as both male and also as a counterpart that's female. Oh, okay. So it makes I sense guess, I guess it makes sense. He's always been the deceiving god, so he's always been like the one who changes his form for his own purpose to like kind of yeah, yeah. Trick I have seen him change like change what his appearance so he looks like. So he for him it, being a woman wouldn't be anything in it. It's no, just, it wouldn't. And to just, add to it, it's also the fact that um, he actually took over the body that uh, that um, um, oh, lady oh, said. Sith, that's it. That, 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 that Sith was initially well, we got going to in this. Um, <laughs> so, so, because of that, he ended up. Um, so he ended up becoming a, uh, a, a well, Lady Loki. So maybe it's a similar thing that's going on here. We do know that the MCU is its own universe, or has its own multiverse. Um, so it might even be that it could be. Some people said that it could be the Enchantress. Uh, I need to look. I need to read into it. Um, um, with that line of uh, um, comic books, but um, that's that's a theory that's out there. We'll see what Disney does. Um, I I'm not so keen on theories anymore. Ever since One Division just sort of like popped my bust my my uh, balloon there. So um, yeah, overall I give it a three piece. Um, I still think the TV is very very interesting. Um, I like the theories that are coming out of it, even though I'm wary of that. I could potentially be wrong, and that's fine for me. Um, Again, look at lines up. People said that the TVA might be under the influence of Kang the Conqueror. We know that Kang the Conqueror is going to appear in later movies. Um, I know that in the comic books, Kang the Conqueror exists as his own emperor of um, of certain sectors of um, of the multiverse, um, rivaling even the TVA. So there's all of that there. So um, I'm I'm so interested to see what happens in the next uh, few episodes and you know just how the story progresses. They've been trying to bring Kang into um into the Marvel universe for a bit, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Because right, he's actually quite big in the comics, right? He's like some super, mm. some super like villain that just puts bare people on blast, right? 
Yeah, he's a multiversal being. So um, every version of Kang the Conqueror. So there's actually a council of a council of Kang where you have every iteration. Of oh, Kang I remember now. Oh, yeah, and, and yeah. he talks to himself about how he's conquered other fucking planets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he helps other Kangs to be like, yeah, if you want to put this planet on brass, you need to subdue them like this, and then you need to like get military pressure like this. And he talks about all different ways how he defeated different people in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember now. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Teague, what's your, so just give some quick quick views on Loki episode two. Um, I liked it. I like this. I'm, I'm enjoying the show so far. Um, I think it's still like obviously it's only the first two episodes. We're still like setting up what the what the whole show is going to be about. Really, it's still in the sound mode. So I think it's going to get better. Mm. Um, I still think that. I kind of, maybe not yet, but I still think it has potential to be better than um, One Division and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, just because it's so different. Like it's so weird. It's got like a kind of Doctor Who, Back to the Future kind of vibes. Like it's 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 just something different. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. What happened at the end of this episode, I think, happened a lot sooner than I expected it to happen. Um, I thought this might be something that happens maybe in towards the, the end of the show, in like the climax or something. But for the timeline to have already been affected in such a drastic way as it did at the end of episode two, mm-hmm. uh, I think is going to be interesting and maybe like change the direction of of where the show's going from from what i initially thought probably going to be a lot more about them trying to fix the timeline than just hunting her hunting down this variant loki and you know what i mean so there's there's probably going to be a lot more time jumping around the place and um it's interesting as well though because basically what happened at the end um Obviously, she, the, the lady Loki, sent back all these reset charges to all these different points in time and space. And what confused me, though, a couple of things actually confused me for a second in this episode. Like, firstly, when Lady Loki was like possessing all the other people, like those other people, mm. and talking to Loki, and then all of a sudden she like possessed this big guy who came out and fought Loki's now unless her possessing this guy also gave him like a major strength power boost it doesn't make sense that Loki would struggle against this guy he's just some any human guy yeah like, I feel the same Loki's strong enough to fight Thor like in Avengers he was fighting Thor he 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 got mashed up by Hulk do you know what I mean yeah but he, he firmed it like he didn't die like anyone else would be mashed potatoes after what Hulk did to Loki mm. and and he firmed it like so it didn't make sense why this any human was kicking him about and doing all this stuff so I think he must have got a power boost from the fact that he was possessed mm. that's the only thing that makes sense um I think it's interesting. I was gonna say, do you think it's like Dragon Ball Z, like the fusion, like when they do fusion, ha, they get the <laughs> he gets that like boosted power because he's like that she's possessed, she's possessed someone, so now like she's got that possession power. She, it must do. That's what I think. It, it must do because um, 
like obviously Loki being Loki, I love I love that they've they've kept him like as Loki. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's like the main character of the show, he's he's kind of going to be an anti-hero or whatever. This episode showed you, nah, like he's still just a villain. Like he don't listen to what he's saying to them. Like, he, he's still a Loki. Do you know what I mean? Like he he he'll tell you, yeah, I'm, I'm going to help you. Like and and. But but then even Loki said in this episode, he goes, when it comes to Loki, you should expect the expected. Do you know what I mean? Don't yeah. expect the unexpected. <laughs> Just know he's going to snake, snake you. you. Yeah, he's going to snake you. You know he's going to snake you. Just be aware of which point it's more beneficial for him to snake you at. <laughs> Yeah, just be prepared that it will happen at some point. Like, and it's usually well, the point where you start trusting in him the most is when he snakes yeah, exactly. you. And, that, and that's basically what happened. And so I thought that was good that even if he eventually does, like, turn it around and help the TVA, I'm sure it will be to, like, benefit himself. Like, he's not just going to do it purely for the TVA. And until it starts to benefit him, he's going to do his own thing. Like, he even said when he met up with the with Lady Loki, he was like, yeah, like, why don't we just team up and take over the TVA and... Like do our own thing. Like these, these, these guys are just gullible, man. They think I'm working for them. They think I care. Like, but I've, I'm, I'm like ten steps ahead of everyone already. And and I also like this kind of thing between the two Lokis of who is, who's the superior Loki and mm-hmm. who's the inferior Loki. Like again, he's got so much like pride and ego that. Like he even hates himself, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> if he met himself, he I'm still the better snake. I'm still the better snake, Loki. They, you know what? That's that's a true villain, though. Like even if you even see in Dragon Ball Super, the same thing happened in Freezer. Did it to himself when he met Frost. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna team up with you." When he's like, "No, fuck this guy. I'm gonna snake him." I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm still the better fucking Freezer. Like I don't know what, yeah. you know what this guy was thinking teaming up with me. Yeah. Exactly. That's 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 Loki as well in a nutshell. So I'm glad they've like kept him to his snaky ways. They haven't like fully changed his character too much. Um be alien to us if that happened. Huh? Exactly. exactly. Alien to us. Yeah. It, it would be too weird. It would be too weird. So I think they're they're riding that line quite well. Um some some interesting um locations and dates as well that because obviously when, when she sends them all back to bomb the timeline. Uh, the list comes up of dates and times and locations that she sent them to. Mm-hmm. And f- the first thing that confused me is that the reset charges are meant to destroy timelines, yeah? Mm-hmm. So why would sending them back and setting them off, why would it create branches in the timeline? I think because they, designed- they, they were multiple and she'd, she'd triggered them to do it. So she had them, like she had rewired them. So whatever purpose they may have originally had, she's obviously ordered them to do something completely different. Okay. Yeah, that that must be the only explanation because it just didn't make sense. Like, if they're using these bombs to basically, like, essentially cut off the branches of these timelines, like, it disintegrates everything, do you know what I mean? So nothing exists on this timeline anymore. I was thinking, why would setting off that bomb create a diverging timeline it wouldn't it would just end that timeline yeah. Mm. but yeah i guess what you're saying she must have like um like altered it a bit yeah. but yeah now some some of the interesting locations so she sent she sent one back to hala which is the the cree home world 
Mm-hmm. Um, those are like the blue people, the, the blue aliens that are they're at war with um, Xandar, which is another place that she sent uh, one of these things. So the dates that she sent them um, predate the Kree and Xandar war. Mm-hmm. So this could essentially either just like stop the war from happening or like it um make the war even worse mm-hmm. it could give one of them an advantage over the other the fact that she sent two back one to each location maybe has created two different timelines one in which the the Cree win and one in which the zandarians win so i don't know it's like she's proper fucking with with history uh, out can, I just, can i just cut in real quick and say that the Cree empire was also seen in the x-men series so again it could be sort of set up for um the X-Men X-Men series. Um, just, just because um, Scott Summers' dad, for example, is working for the Kree Empire. I don't know whether his, his dad is Kree or his dad is a human who was taken by the Kree, but um, mm. that's something that we see in the TV series. So that's why I'm, uh, that's why I'm just adding that little bit there, just in case. Oh, mm. just, just for um, you know, so just for extra information, something to talk about. Yeah, no, that's that's true as well. And um, I mean, it 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 could even have like. Um, like ripple effects throughout time. So, depending on the outcome of this Kree and, and um, Xandar war, obviously Captain Marvel gets her powers from the Kree. So, if the Kree don't exist anymore, then there's no Captain Marvel anymore. Mm. Oh, do you think it's just up to nerf, nerf Captain Marvel because she's kind of OP? <laughs> uh, it could be, but the thing, the thing about timelines in the MCU is that if you affect if you go back to the past and change something your timeline doesn't change it just creates a new timeline mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So even if they did that it wouldn't make yeah, our yeah. captain marvel nerf it would make another different there's gonna be a timeline where there's a captain marvel that has no powers and she gets bodied by everything basically yeah basically that's quite funny um just one last i want to say before i if i sharp about this about loki um I would just like to see um, how Wanda going through, because also at the end of WandaVision, she hears her kids' voices and then goes through a portal, right? Um, seemingly into the multiverse. So that's want to see how all that links together. Maybe whether we'll see some indication of how she's affected the multiverse um, in, uh, in this in this uh, series. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it 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 could easily all be tied together, but I would like to see. Like, I, I would like to see a distinction made between whether different like parallel dimensions are the same as multiple timelines. Like, are the timelines the same as different dimensions or realities? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, Doctor Strange, for example, um, deals with different realities. Do you know what I mean? The only way, the only reason he could see through time was because he had the time stone but he doesn't have that anymore it doesn't exist so is is the multiverse of madness going to be based off these different timelines that are being created in in the show or is it like do you know what i'm trying to say like yeah i get what you mean yeah yeah. it's, it's, it's weird i don't know if if timelines and realities are the same or if like and then you've got like the Nexus events like referring to, to Scarlet Witch and stuff as well. So it's very 
like it could all easily come together but then at the same time they could all be separate things but marvel like in in movies and mcu like to streamline their stuff so it probably will all be like linked together like maybe maybe changing maybe changing an event in a timeline creates i think actually no i think i think they um they did say in this episode actually that going going when it when a, t- a branching timeline goes past the red line that's when it becomes its own reality do you know what i mean it becomes a new reality that they can't reset once it once it's set like that do you know what i mean i'm sure they said something like that not but, um, that i can recall no, yeah, not, sure. not, not like I remember, but I I only watched this episode once in it because, like I said, it's been a hectic week in it. Um, mm. I'm gonna have to move us along. So, um, oh no, hold on, one okay, you have literally 60 one. seconds, huh? 60 seconds, go make it quick. All right, basically, yeah, uh, Lady Loki in this show might not even be Loki, there's theories going around, mm-hmm. um, because basically, I, I thought this at first as well. When when she first shows up, she's blonde, isn't it? But in the comics, Loki always has black hair. Even Lady Loki has black hair. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about that is actually we're getting female Loki, we're getting Lady Loki, and we're getting female Thor in in the next Thor movie. Mm-hmm. But female Thor is going to be played by Natalie Portman. Obviously, it's Jane Foster in the comics. But in the comics, she get when she turns to female Thor, she gets blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it looks like they're leaving her hair black for for Lady Thor. But then for Lady Loki, who in the comics has black hair, they've made her blonde. So it's like they've kind of switched that around. But my point is, yeah, um, Lady Loki is, is has black hair as well. Like she, she looks like Loki. Like she wouldn't look so different. Yeah. Um, also, in in our um, credits. The actress playing Lady Loki is credited as the variant, mm-hmm. but in I think it was in a one one Spanish in the Spanish um, in the Spanish version credits, she's credited as a character called Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Now in the comics, Sylvie Lushton is the the second enchantress. Um, the first one was an actual like Norse god, like the same way Thor and Loki are. Oh, so you're saying second... you think the credit snitched it, yeah? I think the credit snitched it, bruv. Like, yeah, and and, and, and of like, I think this this is what the the again, unless they're like just combining the two characters, which they have done before, I think it's going to be another reveal that this isn't even actually even a Loki. This is Sylvie, the enchantress now. In the comics, this version of Enchantress, she was a human, and after the Ragnarok event in Asgard, and then Asgard was brought to Earth, uh, and then we have Lady Loki. Mm-hmm. Lady Loki gave the powers of Enchantress to a random human female, mm-hmm. just because just because Loki thought it would be entertaining to mm-hmm. see. Do you know what I mean? Just to see what happened. Yeah. Um, and then just fucked with her, like made her think she was a god, but then she found she wasn't. Like just fucked with her, basically. Mm-hmm. So she would have reason to want revenge on Loki. Do you know what I mean? Whether she's just whether she's framing him, like pretending to be a Loki. Maybe she's killed. Maybe in her world, Loki was female because the TVA's um, documents 
actually has files on a, on a female Loki. Like we've already said, they've listed Loki as gender fluid. But also, there's specifically a one for Lady Loki because Loki is called like Laufey's son mm-hmm. rather than Odin's son. But then for this variant Loki, she's called Laufey, um, she's called Loki Laufey Dottir, which means like it's his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there is a Lady Loki out there. Maybe this character Sylvie has killed her and taken on her like her identity or whatever. And is just going around fucking with things as a way to get back at Loki, or just to prove that she is superior to all the Lokis or something. Do you know what I mean? But it, it is possible it could be revealed that it's not even Loki. It's it's a yeah. it's another character entirely. Yeah. Um, or like I said, they may have just combined the two um, the two characters into one. But then I don't know why they would call her Sylvie. Unless that's just because she does say in this episode she hates being called Loki. Yeah. She's like, don't call me that. So maybe that's a name she's given herself, or maybe because she can possess humans, maybe she ends up possessing a human called Sylvie. And so they kind of bring in the, the storyline in that way. I don't know. It's, it's, it's quite weird. They're, they're, on, on IMDb as well, um, there's credits for a character coming up in the series called Young Sylvie. So we're clearly going to get a flashback of this Sylvie character when she was younger. So I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's quite, it's quite, um, it's still quite open to what could happen. I think it's not guaranteed that this is a lady Loki, even though the design like that horn, her her horns and one of them being broken off. That's like directly out of the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I, I think it's just them. Like, I think they're just fusing these characters together. Mm. Um, another interesting little thing from this episode, and then I'll just say this, and I'll, I'll end it here. But when he's when Loki is reading through the files, the documents about um, the Ragnarok and the destruction of Asgard, there is a reference to the code name um, the Revengers, yeah. which was Thor's like little joke that he made little joke like improvised kind of team name for like him and and hulk and valkyrie like the, the team he was putting together yeah so the fact that even that was referenced in the documents for the tva like they 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 know their shit do you know what i mean mm. like they're, they're they're on the ball man but no i i liked it i'd give this episode a free piece yeah um i'm still enjoying it and um yeah i just can't wait to see where it goes from here all right calm um bad batch episode eight called the reunion uh i really enjoyed this episode this has like been the best episode for me since episode one um it was just fast-paced last action a little bit witty comments here and there um i really enjoyed it uh mine as our star wars like resident uh what did you think of the episode yeah like you i thought it was a very good episode um it's called the reunion so for me, I, I I have a feeling that okay, I guess it's just a bit out there. But um, when I heard the reunion, I was thinking of you know what could possibly be the case is Omega going to go back to um, uh, Camino or is Crosshair going to um, is, is Gavin's inhibitor chip removed and uh, join up with the Bad Batch again, um, what have you? Um, and, but then I saw Cad Ben. I thought, oh, maybe it's a reunion for the audience between, you know, uh, for, especially people who've seen um, The Clone Wars and 
have seen Cad Bane in those in, in those uh, episodes that he's appeared in. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a really good episode. So definitely, uh, um, a three piece for me. I, there has been an episode yet. That's, I don't think there's been an episode anywhere yet. That's maybe think oh, I'm definitely giving this a whole chicken. Mm. Maybe maybe it's the first maybe the first episode I said was a whole chicken. Yeah, three no, the first oh, episode wow. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Marvin, as you don't have Disney Plus, I'm assuming you haven't seen Bad Batch either. No, no, is that Star Wars? Um, yeah, it's like the yeah. spin-off, spin-off of Star Wars. Yeah, it's really That's good, man. Well, it, it's, it, it's good. Like, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, it's not been as good as Clone Wars for me. Um, okay. That final season of Clone Wars is absolutely epic, man. Yeah. Oh, I have one set copy back. All right, nice. so let me let me continue a bit about Cad Bane. So, um, in this episode, we saw uh, Cad Bane have a standoff with uh, Hunter. Um, I thought it was a really, really cool standoff. And even when um, they both drew the weapons and shot, um, Cad Bane got the shot off first. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really good, and it shows just how good of a bounty hunter Cad Bane is. Um, oh, in, during this episode, we know that he was hired by the Kaminoans to bring back Omega. Um, in the Clone Wars, um, he was hired by Jabba the Hutt and also fought against three powerful Jedi. Those were Anakin, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Quinlan Vos on separate occasions. Um, in the Clone Wars series as well, he attempted to kidnap Chancellor Palpatine before Grievous, uh, before General Grievous's assault on Coruscant, but he was fooled at the hands of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that was the one instance that he fought against the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, mm. Not the first time they've met, though. Uh, Cad Bane was sick in the Clone Wars, man. 100%. He was, uh, he was trained by Django Fett, which was, uh, which also is a nod to that. It basically just connects, you know, the whole universe as well. As in who he Django was trained Fett by Django Fett. He was trained by Django Fett. And I didn't also, know. Exactly. It's also Django Fett, who's obviously the template for the clones. Um, the, the, reason, yeah. the reason why Django Fett was, I don't know if anyone knows this, but the reason why Django Fett was chosen to be the template for the clones is because there was actually a tournament um set off um to see who who should be this template for the clones who's the most capable sorry i'm um, back. that's cool who's the most um capable um b- bounty hunter to be a template oh, for the clones. This about, what's his name Django Fett's story yeah yeah so Django Fett obviously won this and then he became a template for the clones um he also gave special training to the um um I want to say arc troopers. I could, I could be wrong. Do but... you know what's dumb? Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you. Yeah, but do you know what's yeah. dumb? I've always felt like, do you know how everyone meme the stormtroopers to death about how garbage they are, but yet they're supposed to be like clones of of Django Fett? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's such a dis- dishonor to his name. You know, like my man's out here putting in work as like the the most dirtiest bounty hunter in the in the mm. all the universe. Yeah, and yeah. then the stormtroopers are all just bloody job versions of him. Like. Do you actually- know- do you know what it is though? Yeah, it's it, the the stormtroopers. I think are different to the clone troopers because mm-hmm. I I always thought that as well. I was like, right, like Django is meant to be like the hardest guy, the hardest bounty hunter about, yeah. and and these stormtroopers are known for for not being able to shoot, like, but for missing everything. And oh, yeah. but but when I watched Clone Wars, yeah, bro, the clone troopers are actually about this thing. Like the the clone troopers are actually sick. Like. The stormtroopers are, 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 are. I think there has to be a difference made yeah, between them, yeah. Stormtroopers and them. Yeah, because I, I think even even there in this ba- even in this bad batch, they they kind of referenced it because once after Order sixty six, and the Empire takes over, 
Mm. Um, you see a young uh, uh, Tarkin, was it? Tarkin came in yeah. the show. And he's talking about starting a new Stormtrooper like division rather than using clones because mm. like they don't want to continue to, I guess, pay for the production of clones. They think it would be better for the Empire to, to just recruit people and, 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 and train them. But then I think that's what leads to them being shit because like they're not based on Django anymore, and um, oh, I think yeah. their training gets rushed like in in the same in the same way to like you know like when the World War was happening and that's interesting. Got... I'm sure that the clones are actually supposed to be like more. They did the whole clone thing because it was meant to be more money efficient and just cloning mm. a, a Bankai soldier is easier than training mm. bare shitty soldiers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I don't know what the I, I don't know what the full what the reasoning reason behind it was, but um, yeah, they decide to scrap the the clone um, thing. So yeah, the stormtroopers aren't on clone troopers, oh, but man. trust. But like, I don't know if you've seen all of Clone Wars, no, but I, I, I'm just I'm getting through it now. I've just started season four, and yeah, bruv, the clones they're they're actually sick. Like they're they're on they're this on thing. Job, yeah. They're on they job. are on yeah. jobs. So, um, so to come back in, so um, yeah, Jango Fett gave Arc, uh, Arc Trooper train to specific uh, clones, one of them being um, the first batch of soldiers. Um, Would so that include Rex? Rex yeah, Rex yes. also received his Arc Trooper. That's why he's called Arc Trooper Rex. Um, okay. Come on, Commander Cody is another one who received that training. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, was, so um, Marvin, what you were saying about. Um, the clones. So the reason there's two reasons why the clones were replaced. One, after Order sixty six, because Chancellor Palpatine saw that they became droid like um, once um, the inhibitor chips had been um, activated, which means that now they just followed orders like any other droid. He doesn't really want that, so that's that's reason. That's one reason why he scrapped them. Two, because it accelerated. Um, no, no, it was aging, right? Yeah, because because it accelerated uh, aging as well. It means that they can only be used for a specific amount of time, and then, like you said, it's going to be it's, it becomes less cost effective because you're now constantly having to put in money for more clones to be created and things like that. Um, so that's why the shift was then changed to um, to um, stormtroopers who were recruited, but who are human recruits, um, and it worked twofold in that aspect as well. One, because um, you wanted you wanted people to be on the side of of the empire so what better way than to in inverted commas better people's lives but enlist by enlisting them into the army they get paid oh. they get paid well they get yeah. good equipment and stuff like that they get good status and stuff like yeah, that and their, fam- their family families. members are like oh my my so-and-so son is part working for the empire yeah yeah we saw that i think in episode two where crosshair um um it becomes leader of the of the of his of his squad and you know, we hear one of the soldiers say that the Republic has never done anything. What's the Republic done for me? With you know the Empire, they've done X, Y, and Z for me, which is why I support them. So it's that kind of thing. Um, kind of. Um, sorry to sorry to jump in, but I'm kind of gutted, like what they've done with Crosshair in this show, because even though it is good, like it adds like drama and like, do you know what I mean? Like one of the team is now against them and stuff, and. Like it makes sense, like storyline wise. I, I, like I, I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's like it's like if they it's like if they made a show about like I don't know, like like Scooby Doo, and then Shaggy was a villain. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like, you, I, I, w- I would have liked to have the show with the whole team because I, I really like Crosshair. He was one of my favorites. Like, just yeah. because he's so like, like he's like the Wolverine of the team. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like yeah. the Batman of the team. And like, I don't know, man. It, it, it's cool to see them go against each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I would have liked. Uh, Hopefully, at some point in the show, because we're getting like what sixteen episodes, is it? Something like that. We do this every week. We can't yeah, remember. Exactly. But we're getting a. a, a we confirmed on the, on the early recording the exact number of episodes we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, we're getting a lot. So hopefully, at some point, he will come back to to their team, and and we'll get to see him in in all his glory. But yeah, yeah I do I do like it though. At the same time, because out of all of them, he would be the one that goes against them do you know what I mean but then even in the, even in the first episode and, and in the Clone Wars episodes about Bad Batch like he he always like seemed to kind of butt heads with with um, Hunter mm-hmm. but at the same time it would never like it would never affect his loyalty to the team do you know what I mean like yeah. even in the first episode of the show I think during like the tri- was it during the training session or during something like there was a moment where Crosshair was like watching some of the team, like, and they was getting surrounded or something. And I was like, "Is he gonna snake them here? Like, is he just gonna snake them here?" But yeah. he did. Like, he had their back. Do you know what I mean? And and I'm like, his loyalty isn't in question. Do you know what I mean? It's just like they have difference of opinions. But I guess because of the inhibitor chip, it like affected him more than the other ones. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of on the fence with what they've done with his character in the show. Yeah, see, so with the inhibitor chip, it does... So the one thing it does is that it almost makes you forget who your ally was. So, um, again, with the uh, clones, a lot of them went through many, many battles with the Jedi, and then what happened was, as soon as the inhibitor chips took over, they almost forgot that they'd been through all these adventures, all these battles with... um, people who they would call their brothers, do you know what I mean? Um, Being a Jedi. So, yeah, it's almost like they completely forgot who who they were in terms of personal relationship to them. I just thought, okay, you're now an enemy. Um, I'm going to kill you. Time to blast you, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. That's one of the saddest things about Order 66, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened with uh, Commander Cody and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, for example. Um... So, yeah, that's what Inhibitor Chip does. But again, Omega is a key character because Omega said twice now to Crosshair that, remember, I, so she said um, earlier on, there's something you're going to do, don't do it. And uh, she repeated herself in this episode as well where she said that, remember when I told you, blah, blah, there's still a chance for you to, um, I'm paraphrasing, but there's still a chance for you to, to not do this. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's going to be some sort of redemption episode or, mm. or mini redemption arc in, in the season where we see Crosshair um, save them whether he fully goes back to them or not is that something to be seen but i actually like what they've done with him because for me it feels like there's always because there's this because this enemy knows them very well yeah. there's a constant set air of danger um because you never know when you know cross them might decide to um ambush them or something like that um yeah. and you know because of how because he's, he he's a sniper as well isn't it like you can yeah. Like you said, he can ambush them. He can catch them off guard. Like kind of what happened in this in this episode. Yes, yeah. But then at the same time, like everyone in this team is so good at their job. Like Crosshair was scoping them out or something, or someone was was watching mm-hmm. them. And like you can even see like like the water thing is it was Tech and and Wrecker, mm-hmm. and you see like this little light, like a, a glimmer of light 
in the, yeah. in the distance or something like like a sniper is looking at them like the reflection of the the sniper rifle or whatever mm-hmm. and tech was on it straight away he was like yeah we're being watched like oh that was that was echo <laughs> oh was that echo? yeah echo sorry, yeah, yeah. echo yeah he's like yeah we're being watched so it is it is a really interesting game of chess, do you know what I mean? Between because they're all so good at their job and they know each other so well. Yeah. Like they can counter each other and like when, when they got um like cornered in, in the um what is it, like the, the exhaust pipe or whatever of the mm-hmm. of the spaceship and um and the ion the ion engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, and then Crosshair was just like, yeah, just start the engines, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck it, burn them up. Yeah, literally. Uh, so, yeah, and, and then to see how they counted it by setting the bombs. It, 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 I, I like I like the back and forth. I like the outdoing each other and kind of, like, predicting their next move, which was kind of like the um, in Clone Wars, and, and there was, like, an episode about it in this with the, um, the tactical droid. Yeah like figuring out what the clones would do based on all their previous things and stuff and mm-hmm. so it's kind of similar to that in that they they both sides kind of know what they would do and so now they have to kind of think of something different to do to counter what they think the other one's going to do it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah it's, it's a good dynamic but like i said the only reason i'm on the fence about it is because i would have liked to have seen more interaction with crosshair and the team, do you know what I mean? When he was still on the team, mm. even if they, even if they just delayed, delayed his inhibitor chip taking over for a couple episodes, so that we could like see him with the team longer, it may have had more of an emotional impact mm. for him to turn bad. If we've seen him with the team for a while, because in this show, if you hadn't seen them in Clone Wars, in this show, kind of from the start. Like I said, he's he's biting heads with Hunter, so you kind of see it coming. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they just if if they just did the show where, nah, he's just on the team and he's part of the team, and do you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. they like they've got each other's back, and then this happened, it it would have felt more if that makes sense. Mm. See, but what, now that you said that, right, I'm just thinking to myself, that's why people should be watching, you know, episode one. To one to six, and also the extra stuff because you understand how nuanced everything is. Mm. And it gets me, and, and you actually understand people's uh, relationships and things like that. Because if you watch Bad Batch without watching the other stuff, it's hard for you to realize just how emotional um, it is that you know Crosshair has betrayed them and things like that, and, mm. and whatever case um, there is for for the characters that we see. Um, lastly, for me, um, I didn't mention this last week um, because episodes. Seven of the Bad Batches where they were on this planet Bracca. So Bracca is the junkyard planet that you start off in in um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with uh, Cal Kestis. Um, speaker of which I, th- um, I know we'll be talking about this later on, but I thought I'd just mention it now. That I've seen us on Star Wars anyway. Um, e- I think during E3, it was uh, stated that there'll be a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which means that um, it could be a nice tie in with um, the future. Star Wars works that we're seeing on Disney Plus right now. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Like, the more they give, um, oh, what's it? Is it John Favreau and um, the Clone Wars guy? Dave, the more, Dave, yeah, Dave Filoni, Dave yeah. The more they give these guys a Star Wars universe, the more they like connect everything together. 
it's nice, isn't it? So it will be nice to start seeing like some of the games start to tie in as well. It'll be really cool to see that. Um, T, what was your rating for this episode? Um, I give it a three piece. No, that's fair. That's fair response. All right, uh, who is? Did everyone watch the late episode of Modoc? Nope. Nope, just I, I, I'm two episodes behind. <laughs> Alright, this was actually a good episode. Like, because like, like when T was like, "Oh yeah, you go watch Murdoch," and I was like rolling my eyes because I haven't really enjoyed <laughs> the last couple episodes. This episode was jokes. So I'm not gonna since you ain't seen it. I ain't gonna say much about it, yeah, but it's a quality episode, man. So guys, go check it out. Um, right, let's go. We're gonna move on to the news. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. You know what? It's been a while since we had what the fuck news, yeah. So let's go to that one first. Uh, Batman doesn't eat pussy, or does he? <laughs> he doesn't eat cat. <laughs> hey, listen. Do you know how wild it's been that such a I wouldn't say innocent statement, what? but so so basically, um, in the Harley Quinn um, TV show, that's like quite a full of a lot of adult humor. They cut out a scene where Batman went down and ate out um, Catwoman. Now, this has, like, obviously led to a load of memes, a lot of people saying that, uh, you know... And, oh, oh, so he did it, but they cut out the scene. They cut out the but scene the, because... because it's too adult, isn't it? Because, because heroes don't do that. That was what? the reason why they cut it out. But again, it wasn't like like they would have done guy, it. This guy, Batman's out here killing people, <laughs> and you're telling me he can't... He, he can't... He can't <laughs> whatever man this nigga's literally killing people he's literally killing people like everyone says Batman don't kill no he kills people he kills people he He takes their lives if he has to not that not all the time but he busts his criminal heads he dangles them off buildings by their leg by a string leaves them up there for a whole day tells tells um, officer Gordon to come and to come and get them off the top of a a 80 story building because they're tied up there and this guy's not eating pussy. <laughs> Whatever, man. Have you not seen the story? Anyway, um, I thought that's just uh, that's that's my oh, take on it. He's definitely out here. Bruce Wayne has game, bro. Oh, he is a hot. Well, Batman oh, may not. Bitch. Batman may not be eating pussy, but Bruce Wayne is a thousand percent. You know eating what? Pussy. You know what? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I've I found out something recently, yeah, and I didn't even know this was. And this is gonna upset Thomas, yeah. But do you know there's it's actually it's actually canon that that. Batman has moved to Lois Lane and actually taken off Superman a couple of times. You serious? Yes, yeah, yes, actually yes. canon. It's actually canon. He has moved to Lois Lane and he was doing a thing with her, innit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the comics and also, if you watch the the nineteen nineties animated series, yeah, yeah, he does that in that. He does that. Yeah. That's because he's Bruce Wayne. I remember in one of the Batman Superman animated movies, I think it might have been Public Enemies or something like that. That yeah, there was, yeah, I, I remember something like that happening as well. Bruce Wayne was like moving to Lois Lane, and and Clark Kent was being all like butthurt about it. Fight about it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, look at look at Batman's suit. Yeah, he's covered in head to toe in armor, black leather. The only part of his body that is exposed 
is his mouth. Yeah. That guy fucking eats pussy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, You think you think he hasn't got he hasn't got like all kinds of fucking lube and stuff in his utility belt has got some he's got bat, on it. Strawberry yeah. lube in there, isn't it? Like <laughs> <laughs> the bat dildo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sharp. That would not be fun. <laughs> That would not be entertaining. Oh, man. That, that, yeah, the storyline, the memes that come out of it, um, the jokes. He's going to change the name to Catman now. Bo Catman. Bo Catman. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. All right, moving on. Uh, generally, so follow the. Wait, I, I still got more for that. What are you talking about moving on? I said, wait, wait, wait. You only even just. You only even just. He was supposed to be eating out, yeah? Uh, yeah, it was about to be cat. Yeah. Do you think she's like she keeps it natural like a cat? Because it doesn't change. That's it. He was just like, oh, buddy, I'm not yeah. going to eat that. All right, no, we've got to move on. We've got actually got a lot of stuff to go through and not much longer to go. Um. Following the success of Loki having the highest record of viewers upon its initial release, Disney Plus will now release future services on a Wednesday, meaning releases dates change for many upcoming series, including Monsters at Work, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, um, and Short Circuit Season 2. Um, now, this is interesting, like, in terms of numbers, but also, do you not feel like it's also been done for cinema releases? Because if things go back to normal, don't films normally get released on a Friday? So they want I think, people to go. I think, it was, I think it was just for the series. It's not going to be for the for their movies. Mm. So movies being released for premiere access and in theaters will probably still come out on like the Fridays or whenever they're originally planned to release. Mm. This yeah. was this was more for like series. Certain series are going to be dropping on the Wednesdays now rather than on the Fridays. Okay, so maybe that's like. I don't know because I feel like Loki would have had the same success anyway because yeah exactly a number of reasons like first of all it's Loki mm -hmm. who's yeah, like fan favorite character second of all we've already had One Division and we've had Falcon and Winter Soldier so the Disney Plus series have already so, built up like a representation and a trust for the fans um, also the MCU is just popular as it is already anyway mm -hmm. it's Disney. Like, there's so much to it that just saying, yeah, we moved it from a Friday to a Wednesday, that's why it's getting so, so much, much numbers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, that's that's maybe one factor. Ingenuous of the actual, many. Of mm. the actual um, possibilities that... The actual other factors, yeah, it's ingenuous of the other factors, basically. Yeah. Like saying, oh, just moving the date is enough to make to make it more popular. No, you've, you've built up a whole universe. You, Loki's been featured in so many movies. People, It's been hinted in other movies that Loki might get his own spin-off, that his character's been changing, mm -hmm. that he's had plot development. Like, and he's just a loved character. Of course, yeah. he's you're popular in his own yeah. space. It's, uh, it's always going to be popular. Uh, of course. Like I get, I get the thinking behind it as well. Though at the same time, the other side of it, looking at the other side of it, it makes sense because obviously, with um, with things opening up now and everyone like on Fridays, people are going to want to go out, and then it's the weekend, people are going to go out. Whereas on a Wednesday, it's midweek. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people will be working during the week, oh, so yeah, probably won't go out in a Wednesday. So they'll stay in and watch something. Um, also, a lot of other streaming services like Amazon and Netflix release stuff on a Friday, so they're now not competing with them. 
They've also got their own properties that are being released on Friday. So Modoc and Bad Batch come out on a Friday. So to avoid competing with them, oh, okay. move it to, do you know what I mean? So I yeah. get, I get both. You don't want to be taken from your own viewers of your own. Exactly, exactly. So I, I get both sides of it. But then to just say, so from now going forward, all our shows are going to be on a Wednesday because that's the magic day. That seems like <laughs> over, oversimplification. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. No, that's cool. Uh, John Wick forecast is getting much more and more and more stacked. And that's probably mm-hmm. an awful English sentence. But Hiroki Sanada, um, he was in Mortal Kombat. He, he, he played um, Scorpion, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Avengers End Endgame and Army of the Dead joins the John Wick forecast, man. Listen, I am so excited for this movie. Like they've got Donnie Yen in it as well. Like oh, this movie's gonna be absolutely filthy. He's gonna be wing chunning bullets away, Donnie Yen. Here's the question, yeah. Here's the question, yeah. Because we've got two, we've got two Keanu Reeves like fourth installments of movies coming out Matrix. what are you more excited for Matrix or John Wick oh obviously John Wick man like uh, what man, what this guy's gonna crack you're man. more excited for John Wick 4 yeah, than Matrix. the Matrix 4 listen yeah you to, you uh, listen. the guy who used to jump over tables at school in slow motion <laughs> going Matrix <laughs> you're more excited for John Wick so we actually had a steady flow of John Wick movies we haven't had the Matrix movie for like fucking like what nine yeah. years and and Again, this is one of the ones where it's probably on me because I, 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 anytime I go back to the Matrix, I just watch the first movie in it. It's been so long since I've seen the second and third movie that this could be heavily influenced by um, the pop culture community's um, biases that number two and three aren't that great movies. Oh my um, god! Even even Matrix Revolution was like seventeen years ago. You know, I didn't realize it was yeah, that it's, old. It's, yeah. yeah, it's old. So I have not gone back to two and three in a long time, and I keep saying I'm going but to I do would it. I argue but... the same thing about the John Wick movies. Mm. Two and three weren't as good as the first one. They weren't, but I still loved them. Do you know what I mean? And of course also, you do because you're an action action man, action man isn't it? yeah. But, <laughs> but and also as well, the, the cast for John Wick and the hype and what John Wick has done, yeah, so far, yeah. I absolutely love like you had you, you had your reasons for not loving two and three in it, but I still mm. absolutely love both of those movies in it. And like yeah. you know, look how successful number three was with the introduction of Halle Berry. Now you're introducing Donnie Yen, who's supposedly playing a good guy, and then you've got Yuri Sonoda, and they, they they just recently cast someone else, I think, from the raid movies. And I was just like, like, is oh, it, it gives me an action boner, bruv. Like I am so hard for this. Like I cannot wait to like. Obviously, you know, if obviously it, it's shit, I'm gonna eat crow in it. But like, the cast is is sounding stupendous, bruv. Like absolutely amazing. The, the cast is sounding good, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but here's my thinking behind it. Like like Marvin said, we've had a steady flow of John Wick movies coming out since the first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it again, you 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 like you love them all. So that, I mean like. That's that's fine. I personally think that it didn't need sequels. I feel the first one was perfect, and every everyone since then has yeah. been getting lesser and lesser. I agree with Thomas. So I I I loved I love the first one, and I do love all of the John Wick films. But I do feel like the other two and three are just like cash grabs because they realize yeah, yeah we can get a lot out of of this series because yeah. it's Keanu shooting people like a bad man and. <laughs> I also like to point out, yeah, Matrix 4, yeah, there's no Lawrence Fishbourne, so... 
that kind of you know makes me a little bit upset so again I'm there's not, no Lawrence Fishburne in it not, not as far as I, look, I can tell hmm I always didn't know that well, yeah, I mean right now yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know he... I know um, what's his name isn't in it Hugo Weaving's not in it mm-hmm. but Which again there's another that's... letdown yeah but he can't be in it he's dead in it why is he going to be in it yeah, exactly. Agent Agent Smith was was deleted from the Matrix mm. after the third one. Yeah, but what we are getting deal. instead, what we are getting instead, the main agent is going to be because I know I put this in the, the news, the notes for the news I last week, Bernard. last episode. So um, the the guy that's going to be the main agent was you know in the second Matrix film. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when Neo fights those three agents, and then he's like, "Oh, upgrades!" Yeah, and like the main one of them, he's going to be the main agent of of this movie. Okay. So, like, again, I don't know. I see how I see it is we haven't had a Matrix movie in so long. Mm. Yeah, there must be a reason they're bringing it yeah, back. They, now. Must, they must have thought because something. they this, they this want money. Be, this, this, huh? Because Hollywood don't really have much great ideas, yeah. And listen, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I'm also just a little bit worried about what direction the Wachowski sisters are gonna take this movie. Like, they, it, 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 it's different now. Do you know what I mean? Like, be careful. Be careful. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm worried about the direction they're gonna take it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, as much. Right, <laughs> oh shit! I didn't realize they transitioned. I actually thought, bro, I'm just reading it now. Yeah, I well, didn't know. That's, that's why thing. I said brothers, isn't that, it? That's the thing. Yeah, apparently the original Matrix was meant to be a transgender metaphor. That's why they're like, are mm. uh, you? You have your digital projection of your of your mental self, like how you perceive yourself is who you are in the Matrix, and, and, and also um, um, Switch was meant to be a uh, a man. In the Matrix, in, in, yeah. No, a man in the real world, but a woman in the Matrix. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then in the end, they just settled over just because they didn't feel like Hollywood could handle that at that time. Yeah. Just so it, just it, it's a- always been like a transgender metaphor without yeah. us knowing. Mm-hmm. Just, just hidden in the sickest sci-fi action movie ever. Like it's probably ever been. I mean, I didn't um, get that at all until, until they said it's a metaphor for it. But I do understand... Um, I understand perfectly why it's the best for. It's just it just needed them to say, "Oh, it's better for for this." I was like, "Okay, I, I see mm. that clearly." Um, yeah, it's like one of those things. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. But yeah, it's, it's you don't. It's not in your face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but, sorry, let me just, just to add in quickly about what I think about John Wick and um, um, Matrix Four. So I think I'm more excited for John Wick than I am for Matrix Four, and. I think the reason is the same as all you guys, uh, which is we've seen John Wick in more succession and also um, more recently than we have The Matrix. Mm. Uh, with me in The Matrix, I thought, uh, like you, that, you know, after watching it several times over from one to three, um, one was good. I think we would have been happy if we left it at one. Yeah, I hate you know it. Scored later, um, later on. But obviously, they carried it on through to three. Neo's dead, a lot of people are dead, or you know, Matrix has reset itself, so I can't see now how Neo is going to come back in this, but they'll make him come back into it somehow. Um, what I, I think I said this before in a previous recording, what I would love to see, it's more, it's more of an exploration of the Matrix itself, as in the first one. Uh, we see a bit of that in the Animatrix, where we see um, an athlete who's been, 
who I think he broke the record and then um his mm, the sprinter he, then, yeah the sprinter and then his legs stopped working but um and then he you know he basically got out of his out of his uh, chair where he said he would never be able to walk again um from sprinting that fast I can't remember what time he did but it was a metaphor um of saying he could potentially be the first one because he's defied the laws of the matrix by saying that yes he will walk and he willed himself to walk so mm. I'd love to see more of that in the Matrix movie, whether they call it the Matrix Four or just call it the Matrix something else. I'd love to see exploration of that rather than but this one Neo and stuff like that in and people like yeah. that. This this one's called Resurrection, if I'm mm. not mistaken. The Matrix Resurrection. So like you said, in the end of the third Matrix, Neo it looked like he died. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll say it's a, I assume that he died because we don't yeah. know if he actually died or just exhausted as just in a un- unconscious. What what I would like to see um, in the Matrix Four, because um, after the Matrix, you then had Matrix uh, Reloaded, yeah, and then Matrix and, Revolutions, and then Revolutions. So what I thought after watching Reloaded, yeah, because at the end of Reloaded, Neo realizes he says something. He said like they're being chased by the Sentinel things, hmm. and he says like, wait, like something's different. different. Yeah. And then he puts out his hand and then in the real world does some like energy blast or whatever and like yeah, shuts down the sentinels. In the real world now, isn't it? In the yeah. real world. So I thought, yeah, I was like, so and I think a lot of people thought this as well, that what the what the what the robots did, what the matrix has done, it because it's got levels, there's levels to the matrix like that you can go deeper into. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe they just added another level or like a side server or something for all the people who have escaped the Matrix. They've created like a world that looks like the real world now, but you're still actually now just still in the Matrix. So you think you've escaped. You think you're getting out. So you're thinking actually... I'm in section Dreaming Dream stuff where he's yeah he, he's still he's still actually in the Matrix. But he's thought that he's been a Zion revolutionist all this time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, I was thinking that. I was thinking that could be a possibility, but I was thinking more along the lines of they're, they're, they're trying to say now that he has integrated and become almost part machine to the point mm. where where he is now in sync with the machines and human side. He is he has yeah. become like a hybrid, like evolved beyond what was the beyond human and machine, and he can communicate with both now. Mm. Because that, that would be the ultimate, not the ultimate like being, but like the, the there was a struggle between humans and machines. Yeah, for so the it's the ultimate time. synergy, you mean between yeah, and now the synergy, the synergy that, that he would need to overcome that is to show that look, we're not as different as as you think. I am both now human and both machine. Mm. And, and now, like something that is like gone even like greater, greater than beyond, which is is it could be a possibility because I was uh, I was looking into some of the law, and apparently, like the architect was like is supposedly this is not like guaranteed like hundred percent, but apparently the architect was um not the architect. What's the other one? What's the woman's name? Um, Oracle. Oracle. The Oracle. The Oracle was supposedly originally a machine that was made to understand humans. Yes, that's yeah. right. And yeah. supposedly she had actually betrayed the humans when she realized that even if you're trying to reason with them and understand them, you can't you can't do anything. So she helped create the matrix after she betrayed them mm. and locked them in there. 
and locked their mind in, locked their mind in there and she had she was built to understand and reason with and like communicate with humans and she yeah. did all of that in order to like advance the machines ahead mm. so that so that oh. um, when they had the when they had the war with the humans they fully understood how to defeat how to defeat the humans in it kind of because i thought the matrix was supposed to be created in uh, in the aftermath of the human war again if you look at the animatrix it shows you how the war started with humans and machines mm. um and afterwards, obviously, humans decide to uh, do a last-ditch effort to block out the sun because yeah. um, the machines were relying on solar power. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, <laughs> humans basically without without sunlight, everything dies. And obviously, human beings, for us being the way we are, we don't really need sunlight. There's more food around us, so you know we're, we're a natural source of energy for them. So um, I understood it as the, yeah. I, so like I thought that the oracle was made to understand humans. I didn't know anything about the about the betrayal as such but just that she it's, was there to understand it's, under, it's very crafty is basically because she understands humans so well and people are calling her like one of the first creators of the matrix as yeah, well yeah that that I agree with so that's, yeah she's definitely like, an author one her it, the architect yeah so if she was one of the ones that was one of the first creators of, of the matrix and one of the first um machines to actually understand humans it would go to stand that she probably had a job in in the past of actually either being a spokesperson for the humans or talking to the humans or like being being in some kind of cahoots with the humans because she even she doesn't act like she hates humans when she sees like morpheus and neo she's training children do you see what i mean in the yeah. matrix of the kids and stuff in it which is like you know one, one one of these days i will add matrix reloaded and Re- matrix revolutions to the list and then we can break it down and see how well they hold up in current times um but gotta keep us moving right, over to the comic news cue the music worst crossover ever okay comic book news we've got a build-up of comic book news from the last couple of weeks because we haven't managed to get to it so some of this might be a bit old but we still would like to put in our little our two pence and give our views on it mm-hmm. um so first of all netflix has cancelled jupiter's legacy season two um which is a shame because I- yes the, the soundboard is back <laughs> yeah it is i like season one of this you know i'm actually pissed off i actually wanted a sequel like yeah i you you lot know me i'm the action junkie i like things fast paced yeah but this slow burn sucked me in and i like the whole um telling the story how they got their powers back in the 60s but then also showing what was going on in the present day as well like i loved it man fuck you know netflix what, yeah. I, at first, I wasn't feeling that the whole flashback thing. Mm-hmm. But by the end, I feel like that story was actually better than the main story in the present day. Yeah. Like, I, I would have just watched that as a show. But it, yeah, so I, I would have loved to have seen season two if they kept up with the whole two, like, time period things to mm-hmm. see how they make the team and see them just starting out and stuff. And, like, again, I haven't read the comics, so I don't know where it would go yeah um but no i I would definitely would have loved to have seen a season two or uh, see it keep going as long as it could go to be honest Mm. it's a shame but again like i said i think it's too late 
you know what I mean? We've already had, we've got the boys, we've got Invincible, and this, it's like, it is along those lines, mm-hmm. but it seems more tame compared to them. So it doesn't really have, like, a niche. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have its own thing, if that makes sense. Still a better storyline than uh, Arrow. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know what? Yeah, as much as people go on about the Flash and Arrow and all this CW stuff, I've never watched any of them. I tried. Hey, no, nah, season I one have... of season one of Arrow banged, and even um, yes, it it, do you know it banged all the way up until or well, I followed it all the way up until they introduced um, uh, Crixus, and when Crixus came up here, I was like, yo. Huh? As what was he? Was he Deathstroke in that one? Yeah, 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 Deathstroke, yeah, yeah. He, he was Deathstroke. I was like, "Yo, my nigga, Crixus." Yeah, hmm. I right, listen. I was happy. Like anytime I see Crixus turn up here, I know yeah. shit's about to get real. Oh <laughs> no, you made me want to watch Sparkus again. <laughs> <laughs> I have doubt, you know. I would, I would definitely do Sparkus rewatch. We should do Sparkus. We, we watched we the whole thing, man. We watched, we watched the, the whole, whole thing in one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, I've seen I've seen every single episode of uh, iteration of Spaskers pre 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 um, pre COVID. We actually all watched that together, like when we were what in in college. Yeah, Mad. It started off with just with, with with Thomas and Tarek saying, "Yeah, just watch the first episode. That's it. We're only going to watch one episode, yeah, and then you don't will see why you need to watch the rest of it." And then we watched. Three episodes. The whole thing. Yeah, you might as well just finish this now. Oh, we're not going home. (laughs) (laughs) And you watch it till like what nine a.m. in the morning. We literally (laughs) thirteen episodes in a row. Mm. Mm, Uh, Next bit of news. Um. Yes. So, uh, as well as them cancelling um season two, they have ordered Super Crooks uh to series into production. Um. Some people have reported this again. Like I've read a lot of um, Mark Millar's comics, but I haven't read more of his recent ones. So, well, relatively recent ones. So, Jupiter's Legacy, I haven't read. Super Crooks, I haven't read. Some people are reporting this as a spin-off of Jupiter's Legacy, mm. which I again I haven't read the comics, so I don't know. But this is obviously, as the title implies, it's about a team of villains, um, the Super Crooks. And so, if they are making it as a spin-off to Jupiter's Legacy, maybe it's about the villains within that world, and so maybe it will still be connected to Jupiter's Legacy. I don't know. Um, I think there's always been speculation that uh, I think his his comics are called Mil- Miller World or something yeah. like that. So I think there's always been speculation that they've been connected and actually like 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 the Pixar theory, there's like the theory that all of Mark Millar's comics take place in the same like timeline or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's ever been confirmed. So unless these two comic books were directly linked, I don't see how this is a spin off, but that that's what a lot of people are reporting it as. Um but yeah, so we're still getting something. I mean Mark Millar has a deal with Netflix and we've we've been through that. So we've got Mark Millar show is coming out for years now, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. Mm. Um, next bit of news. So we had uh, Shazam. Is it... Uh, what's this one called? Shazam 2? Gods... Gods something. Us. Huh? Oh, sorry, ignore me. 
is it Fury of the Gods or something like that? Yeah, or I believe that you're correct. Yeah. So we had the the suit, the new Shazam suit, an image of it was released. Um, it does look a lot better in terms of it doesn't look padded. Like, because the first one looked like like a, a Halloween costume that you'd buy of Superman and it's got like the, the fake padded muscles in there. So this looks better. However, I don't like the design of the lightning bolt on this one. I think it's too small. I like Shazam with the big lightning bolt on his chest. So that's my only gripe against this one. But apart from that, I do. I think it looks better. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Um, again, if, if anyone has anything they want to add, just jump in. Otherwise, I'll just keep going. Um, okay, so this is interesting as well. To stay with DC, um, the director of the Flash movie has been posting, he's been busy on social media. Um, his first post was on Twitter, I believe. He posted an image of the classic Michael Keaton Batman symbol with the, the yellow background um, with a drop of blood on it, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Now, first of all, it's nice to just see Michael Keaton's Batman symbol again, kind of confirming that he, he will be in the movie. Um, but the drop of blood is interesting because for a couple of reasons. Number one, it kind of gives me the vibes of um, a storyline in the comics called The Button, mm -hmm. which was kind of like the prelude to the um, Doomsday Clock storyline, yeah. Yeah. which is uh, the, the, the iconic image of The Button was obviously that was, was from um, The Watchmen, that yellow smiley face button. And it, the in this comic, it had a drop of blood on it, similar to how the Batman logo has the drop of blood on it. Um, also, then in the Doomsday Clock, the the front cover image of the um, of the collection for this for this comic run is Superman's logo with a drop of blood on it. Like again, in a similar way to how the Batman one had. So we know that this this movie is meant to be like a, a flashpoint movie. Um, but this makes me think it may even also be cause, cause the button and doomsday clock were essentially like a kind of sequel to the flashpoint storyline as well. I've got, mm -hmm. uh, if you, if you can look, I posted the, the thing in the, in the chat in it. The, I found the image of the button part one mm. thing yeah. comment. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I never heard of it. I'm just looking, but I see he's got like, it's got Flash and Batman holding the uh, yeah, holding yeah, uh, just, um, the 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 button badge with a drop of blood on it. Yeah, yeah. So again, yeah, they, this was a story, um, as you can see from the comic, that was mainly about Flash and Batman, which again is what this Flash movie seems to be mainly about Flash and Batman. Um, it also we get to see the um thomas wayne batman so in this world it wasn't the it wasn't thomas and martha that got killed it was bruce wayne that got killed mm -hmm. in the alleyway so thomas wayne becomes batman but he's like a much more ruthless killer batman do you yeah, know what i mean so, yeah. becomes, uh, i wonder if he eats pussy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
Boy, I don't know if he'll be Martha, Martha's getting <laughs> not in this world. She be- she becomes the she becomes the Joker in this world. So what? oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Again, because because of the trauma of her son being killed, she becomes the Joker in this world. Yeah, it's mad. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's a bit of pussy that you'd want to be eating, to be honest. <laughs> or you'll probably have like a smoke, a smoke Catwoman. bomb down there or something. Bad Joker fumes coming up. Joker gas. <laughs> <laughs> that's so raw, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- this makes me think that maybe this movie could... I don't know if it will incorporate the Watchmen into it um, because that is a DC property now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes me think that it, it will be taking more than just the Flashpoint story and maybe taking from the button and from Doomsday Clock as well beyond that because after he released this image of the Batman logo, um, he then released an image of the new Flash logo, which to me looked like the... Red Ranger, the Power Ranger, look like some Power Ranger logo to me. But again, it's Flash. Flash is Flash. There's not really much you can do with the Flash costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more, most recently, he's posted uh, an image of the Superman logo um, on kind of like an alternate like Superman suit. So Superman suit is like blue on top. Then you've got the red and yellow kind of logo. Whereas this one that is posted, it's like the bottom half of, of the top is still blue. But then from the logo upwards is all red, like his shoulders and all that are all red. So it's just a slight little variation on the suit. So this, this could be an alternate reality or alternate timeline version of Superman. Um... But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's looking good. We're, we're, we're finally getting stuff from this movie. Like, we've been waiting so long. It's ironic that the superhero that's known for being fast has taken the longest to get his production kicked off for his mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's finally happening and we're getting images from it. Any, any, any comments on that or should I move on? Yeah, no, I'll move on. All right. Uh, oh, this is... I like this bit of news. So, Steph Rogen... Um, has like a a, a company, a, a production company called Point Grey Pictures. Um, I think they're making an Invincible movie, mm-hmm. a live action Invincible movie. Yeah. Um, they he they are also um teamed up with Nickelodeon to make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh movie. like reboot. Oh, so they're not they're not. So it won't be a sequel to the most recent movies we've had. This will be an all CG reboot as well i believe so it'll be more along the lines of um the other tmnt movie we had that was all cgi it would be more like that um this will be released on august 11th 2023 directed by um jeff rowe who directed gravity falls if anyone's seen that so that's i don't want you watched it properly yeah it's it's pretty good it's good comedy it's a disney thing but the comedy's on point. It's kind of like Rick and Morty. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a good choice. Uh, Seth Rogen recently dropped online an image of, like, it looks like from, like, you know, like when you're at school and you're taking notes, but you're just doodling on the side and writing all random shit. So this looks like it was written out by Leonardo. 
there's like random images like saying Raf is an idiot or something like that and Mikey's a waste man do you know what I mean all this yeah. random stuff something about oh remember to apologise to April or something like that do you know what I mean so and then that on the top had the date of August whatever I just said so people are saying that is the confirmation of the release date of this movie um, but yeah, it sounds good. I'm I'm interested in this. Um, Seth Rogen is a fan of all these types of properties, so I believe he will do it justice. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my favorite thing in the world, anyway. So, um, I'm, they can give me anything. I, I I can even I can openly admit that the two most recent Ninja Turtles movies weren't good films. But I still love them. I just love them. <laughs> What's that? You just reminded me. What's that film that I was <laughs> I was just laughing about where they're in the lift and they're just all beatboxing? <laughs> yeah, that was that was that one. That's why I love it. That's why I love it. For moments that like was, that. That part was sick, though. Yeah. <laughs> that part was very funny. Yeah, that's why I love it because they got the they got the characteristics of the turtles and their interactions on point. Like everything else, like Shredder, they kind of dropped the ball on, and even April, like, was Megan Fox or whatever. But the Turtles themselves, I think they got on point. And even in the next one, like Bebop and Rocksteady come into it, uh, Krang's in it, um, Casey Jones comes into it. So oh, shit. I, I loved it, boy. But a- anyway, so that that's that that's 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 coming um, in twenty twenty three. Um. Moving over to Disney for a bit, uh, Disney Marvel. So the She-Hulk show that's coming on Disney Plus, uh, set photos have been released showing Mark Ruffalo wearing the mocap suit. So this means just kind of confirms that Hulk is going to be in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was already said that he would be in the show, but I think everyone wasn't sure if it would be Hulk or if it would be Bruce Banner. But now that we've seen him in the mocap suit, it's safe to say that Hulk will be making an appearance. Whether or not he would still be changing between Bruce Banner and Hulk, don't know. Or if he will still be um, Professor Hulk, which we got in Endgame, mm-hmm. which would make sense because She-Hulk is a lawyer. So if Professor Hulk is there, he's smart enough to communicate and interact with her on an intellectual level. Could be cool. Uh, but beyond that, it was recently announced that um, Hulk's son, Sakaar, mm-hmm. is also said to appear in the show. Yeah. Now, this would be cool because get as much Hulk characters into the show as you can because because Universal still hold the distribution rights to all Hulk movies. Yeah, they can't do they anything have, with they, they They can't do that. So that's why they put planet hulk as a four movie instead and that's why they're doing this she hulk show so yeah put as much hulk stuff in there as you can mm. however i don't they, they must they're gonna have to completely change sakar's story because he was born in the planet hulk run mm. which as oh, you just said yeah. was used in thor ragnarok yeah. and there was no mention of, of hulk having a son or even hulk having a relationship yeah. You know I mean, on 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 planet Hulk, he marries the queen of the of that planet, and he becomes the king. Do you know what I mean? And and they she she gets pregnant, and then 
um, the the spaceship that he was sent out to space on by the Illuminati explodes, killing his family and his unborn child, uh, in as far as he knew, mm. which made him so fo- the maddest that Hulk has ever been, which led to the World War Hulk storyline. Yeah, well, um, the World Breaker Hulk um, and World Breaker Hulk. Yeah, and mm. and then in the aftermath of the explosion on on Sakaar. Um, his son actually survived the, the fetus <laughs> Hulk fetus survived this explosion uh, and and was born out of this that's so broken man <laughs> <laughs> and, was, and was born out of this and... oh, my mouth was strong from the womb <laughs> do you know what I mean so uh, you're fucking going embryo and you're still you're surviving yeah okay the thing that's dumb is yeah <laughs> Hulk's wife the, the mother of Sakaar mm. Her, her her alien race has the ability their skin is like diamonds yeah it's like impenetrable no, just, how, did, how, did, how did Hulk blast that then if it's impenetrable how did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> he penetrated oh, ah, she probably he got pissed off the more really smashed, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hulk really did smash that time <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh, yeah gosh. so anyway yeah He's going to be in the show in some capacity. We'll we'll see how they do that. Um. So Jamila Jamil, I don't know who that is. I didn't I didn't put this note in here. So whoever she, wrote this, can she jump she was point. um like in the good place. Google her and see what she looks like. I you know now that they've cast her as the villain, yeah. I actually think she would have made a better Jessica Waters than Tatiana Solani, you know? Like, I feel like she just looks a little bit more like She-Hulk. Yeah? Yeah. Like, once I heard this cast, I was like, let me have a look at who she is, because again, I don't know her from much, innit? Like, I've only seen a, a, a couple of episodes of Good Place here and there, and she was good in that, innit? Um, mm-hmm. But just looking at her, like, I, I, goog- like, I googled some images of her, I was like, whoa, actually, on second thoughts... Maybe they cast the wrong person. She, I think she would make a, a sick she hot. Isn't she? Isn't she like a co- comedy? I've, 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 I've seen, seen her somewhere. Wasn't comedy. she like a host? Yeah, she was a host of T Four on uh, Channel Four. That's yeah. not where I. Well, maybe, but I don't remember from from and that. Also, and also from the Good Place, like Nana said. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I remember I from the Good Place. place. I haven't seen that, but. Mm. Okay. Yes. So she's been cast in She-Hulk. Do we know who she's gonna be? Uh, 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 the villain Titanium. Titanium. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So based 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 on quick Google, yeah. Uh, Jamila Jamil and Tatiana Masali. Masali. Um, who do you think would who who would you prefer as She-Hulk? Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find Tatiana Masali. Uh. Nah, I think Tatiana is a is a better She-Hulk. I mean, I mean, no, no. If it's good by your race swapping theory, and you don't like him race swapping in inverted commas, then that's you true. Know, that's true. Well, I, I guess you want to keep Tatiana. But she's going to be green, though. No, uh, I thought that. I thought it didn't matter. I thought it would still be because yeah. let's because Jessica is Tatiana Masali and who's the other one? Um, Jamila Jamil. Because Jamila, what? Remember. Remember, she's meant to be Bruce Banner's cousin as well, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I forget that. I mean, to be fair, I mean, with me, I don't, I don't really mind. Um, 
as long as it's but again because it, of the MCU it, 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 it happens, own it, basically I think it comes down to does does it actually make a difference to the um to the initial character like or does it not? Because like if you if you race what Black Panther, that makes a difference. Oh yeah, no, no. The yeah. and stuff of Black Panther and being black is an important part of that character. But if you're race swapping a character that's essentially just going to be green anyway, it doesn't really matter, uh, does it? Because I like, just I just again I I could be remembering this horribly wrong, and I just remember um is it just cool? I just remember being like quite tanned and bronze skin. But I could be again. I could be remembering well, when she wasn't green. Yeah, yeah. When she wasn't green. Yeah. I just remember her being green. I don't really remember her, her being like her normal skin. Well, I, I remember her being her normal, her normal, uh, her normal self. Uh, mm. Several times of the show, and there was at one point she could she could change into She Hulk willingly. There was mm. one point where she lost her powers as uh, She Hulk, um, and then slowly gained them back and stuff, and I became permanently green again. Mm. Um, but Again, this from the comics and the um, TV series. She is white, but no. to be honest, no, you, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm just imagining um, Jamila, what Jamila in green, in it, and I think she's. Got okay. a, I think she's got a body for it, and she's got to look for it. She's already, she's already got a hair for it. It's not like you're gonna have to like make her put on some wig that might look horrible. Do you know what I mean? I think she's again. She could put on muscle, but I think she's too skinny and too like. I don't know. I, I know. I, oh, look, I, look at this picture. I think this is taken from one of the comics. I think, and uh, this is what she is a human form in it. Okay, so let me. So let me just uh, finish real quick. Okay, based um, on based. Sorry, based based on that. Yeah, then you're yeah you're right. It shouldn't be Jamila, but if you're just looking at the She-Hulk, yeah, I think right, she could have yeah. done. Uh, so I know what you're saying. Like She-Hulk maybe looks like she could have been like a black character in it. Well, no, Jamila's not black. She's like Indian. No, she, she's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Was black. No, she's she's no, Indian. She, no, she's Asian at least. Oh, um, yeah. So the reason why I mentioned that was because I was just playing devil's advocate because Nana doesn't like you know. Oh yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. Again, so that's, I, that's why that's why I mentioned I, it. I completely oh. forgot about her not being green in it. I just saw her as yeah. who's gonna look better green in it. And like I said, I felt like she's got she's got a better looking body. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's calm. Um. Yeah, cool. I mean, to be to be honest, I think as long as they you can you can pretty much get away with anything as long as you write it in well, as long as it fits well. Um, mm. like uh, Marvin said, if it was the case that it was Black Panther, then oh, obviously yeah, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have you couldn't have a Black Panther that's got you have, black you have to you have, just, you have to look at you have to look at how important the character's race is actually to yeah exactly to exactly. the to the story to how they interact with other characters to what actually makes sense and is it is it a case where you're you're color swapping the character, and it's a comp- and you're just making like a black version of of that character, or is it actually like is it a different like unit? Like, because people were getting upset about a black Superman, but there's actually black Superman's written into the comics and stuff. Yeah, before. that's fine. As long as it's not if it's not the Clark Kent Superman, yeah. then it's fine because you're yeah. not representing the Clark Kent Superman. If you change Clark Kent back black for no reason, it's kind of like yeah, you didn't need to do that, did you? Yeah. You just you're just literally race swapping for the sake of race swapping. Mm-hmm. Like no one like you don't need to do that. But if if you're having a character that's that that literally doesn't matter if they're black or white, like Nick, Fury, I swear Nick Fury's been it doesn't black matter or white. If like Nick Fury's been like black or white, or, and Kingpin as well, and it, it doesn't really mm. matter. Like even Lex Luthor, he's been like he's been changed like a couple times, right? I'm he is ethnically like, ambiguous, man. Yeah, yeah. I swear, sometimes he's black, sometimes he's white, sometimes he looks Hispanic, sometimes he's bald, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes he looks Middle like, Eastern. And, yeah. and all you need to know is that he's Lex Luthor. He's out. 
he's out to do this evil stuff mm. and he's always scheming. He's that bigger schemer than Loki. Yeah. That's what he <laughs> And that's um, what anyone cares about, Lex Luthor. They don't care about his race or whatever. T, as our, 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 our comic book expert, what do you know of the character Titanium? Um, Titanium. Uh, Sweet guys. Not, I don't know, not much to be honest. I think she's got connections to Doctor Doom. I think mm. she got her powers and her name from Doctor Doom. Um, I think... I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm just no, fucking like things out of my head. I think, I think before she actually became a supervillain, mm. she like, I think she might have like pretended, kind of like Mysterio in the Spider-Man movie, kind of like pretended to be a hero or something like that. Mm. And then, but yeah, I don't know, I haven't read much of She-Hulk's comics, to be honest. So yeah, I'm not really uh, that well read on this character um but i mean yeah she hulk needs a villain do you know what i mean mm. even though i wouldn't have mind <clears throat> just seeing like a courtroom like a courtroom drama with mm. she hulk i thought it could have been cool uh but obviously marvel aren't just gonna do that there's gotta be like a, a, action, action, a action, yeah. angle mm. to it um so yeah, so I, I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you too much about her. To be honest, sorry. Okay, cool. But right, to the next bit of news. Um. Yeah. On to the next one. So, um, Issa Rae. Uh, if you might know her from Little, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah, Little and, and and Blackish, and Blackish. Yeah. Um. She is joining the voice cast of Spider Man into the Spider Verse sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently slated for October 7th, 2022. Um, The film is said to feature an array of spider characters drawn across Marvel Comics, time and space. And um, Issa Rae will apparently be voicing Jessica Drew, a.k.a. the Spider-Woman. Okay. Yeah, so you want to talk about race swaps? Yeah, well, it's, 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 a, it's a voice cast, isn't it? So, yeah, so it's not the same. Not but the same. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's a good actress. She's. <laughs> I don't think it matters with, with voice voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you say that, but look at all the bullshit that happened with um the Simpsons. Then my hero, then yeah, my hero, and, Apu and um, yeah. Yeah. Well, they never they never got Apu as Apu was never an Indian man. He was no, just it's a white guy, and they were just mad. For a long yeah, time, same, same with the actress who uh, decided to step down from her role in as Big Mouth, voice Missy in Big Mouth. Yeah, yeah, mm. but that's that's stupid though. She's just like no one cares in it, and she's biracial anyway. But Missy's like mixed race. Yeah, exactly. So that, that made no sense either. People yeah. are just being dumb. And, uh, and let's let's be wrong. We had a whole episode pretty much on that. that. Yeah, yeah. Even even the Cle- um, Cleveland Brown show, there was like, how are you going to give a black character his own show, but his voice by a white guy? Mm. I still enjoyed that show. Yeah, I didn't mind that show. Yeah, but I think so. I think Jessica Drew is yeah, a good. It is a in good the Hero uh, Academy as well, right? Um, people were complaining about the English voice actor of the Bunny Girl. Yeah, I don't know if any of you watch Hero Academy. The, they all complained. I about do, but actor some... of the Bunny Girl, which is like the number four hero in the show, she's like quite an important main hero character mm. and they said oh she doesn't sound black enough and then it was literally your black <laughs> voice actor <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and she was like 
what do you want me to sound like? I, you sound like where you're from. There's no such thing as sounding black. If you think about it, you just if if you're from South London and you talk to someone from South London, they're gonna sound like they're from South, right? Well, it depends on it. Like you, you can clearly tell when someone sounds black though. Sometimes, I like, mean, in in opposed, no, you don't when someone's got that twang in it. Like they're from sounding if in opposed to someone sounding like they're from like uh like Newcastle or Liverpool, yeah, or something like that, like. That's that's not that's not naturally a white, but you're not gonna say that person's white because you get black people are from Liverpool who sound who yeah, sound exactly like, like that Scouse accent. Yeah, and mm. that's that's just where they up where they grew up. They think in their in their eyes they sound completely normal, mm. Mm. isn't it? Like I, I don't really think there's anything such as like sounding black in it mm. because like you could have you could have a lawyer like who's who speaks like the the perfect RP Queen's English who's mm. worked who works. Mm. In the courthouses, and they can be black, and you would never know. Mm. No, but sir. Like, as, as I mean, like they're not—they're not a black person because they speak like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I think it's fine to change it, changing voice act. If, if you're doing a voice actor, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, right? You're acting as the yeah as the character. It's acting. That's that, that, what I don't understand. Like, yeah, but then that goes whole, into the whole argument about when, like, let's say, a straight character plays. Um, a gay character or a trans character when there's trans actor there's trans actors out there do you know what I mean yeah but like, it's not real yeah, no, yeah but that's why those people were being stupid because it's not real like that then, <laughs> then you, you should go around and say a gay actor can never play a straight actor yeah mm, that's right that's, that's equally as retarded isn't it of course not yeah it's acting yeah but in one at a time one at a time one at a time well, in, in, in that case, then that's that's unfortunately the world that we live in at the moment where you have these issues and you have these arguments and these and these conversations. And then you, you've got to be careful how you have these conversations because you may potentially offend someone. Like, you know, back in the day on this show, especially, we didn't give two fucks who we offended. We offended the world. But, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of, sometimes we're trying to, you know, move with the times in it. But yeah. other times we just gotta be real and just say say things how they are. But anyway, like I said, these are conversations that we've had in the past. And if you've been on the fucking episodes, you'd have had your two pennies then, mate. So um, <laughs> T, continue with the news. Yeah, it's not just me talking about it right now. I know, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like we've had these conversations before. At, at the end of the day, I I always think it should just be the best man for the job. Do you know what I mean? Oh. It doesn't matter. Like like in some situations, the best man for the job does include like for, for like for black panther for example mm. the best man for the job for black panther most likely wasn't going to be a white guy to yeah. direct it you know what i mean mm. because what um what's his name ryan coogler what he managed to bring to the table with his knowledge of black culture and african culture and all of this a, a white guy may have been able to research that stuff but he doesn't know it like he didn't live it do you know what i mean the little niche things the little just small yeah like 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 killmonger calling one of the the tribe leaders auntie hey, do you auntie. know what i mean and shit like that yeah or or when mbaku was like we will not have it all like yeah. that little mm-hmm. o at the end just little things like that 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 do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the best man for the job sometimes does you do need to come with the history of being connected but sometimes like especially with like voice acting like the whole point of being a voice actor is like you said to portray a voice of someone else 
that could be a different race, a different ethnicity, a different accent. Do you know what I mean? It could be anything. Like, who who would have known Luke Skywalker would be such a great Joker? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And now and now he's Skeletor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then at the same time, we've had we've had black voice actor playing the Joker as well, and it was. I wouldn't say just as good because Mark Hamill's iconic, but it it worked. Do you know what I mean? It was good. So mm. yeah, I don't know, man. Best, it, best it, it, it becomes relative, depending on on other factors as well, like historical accuracy and things like that. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna want to have like a, a white person play Malcolm X or something. It's just it's just not yeah. gonna really seem to be tasteful. Or Nelson mm. Mandela. You're not gonna do like a biography of Nelson Mandela and have a white person play them. Same way you're not mm. gonna like like if you're trying to do historically accurate figures, like you just you're gonna have to get the, the character casting like yeah. pretty mm. pretty accurate in that regard. Even if the actor's an amazing actor. Uh, and with and with the whole like transgender like gay thing as well, it's like yeah, you could get a transgender person to play a transgender character but are they as good an actor as do you know what i mean as yeah, who yeah, you yeah. could as you could get if they're not as good an actor why make the movie worse but just they, yeah to do you know what i mean if if the transgender actor is just as good and do you know what i mean and, and can use their life experiences to to influence the character and makes the film better then yeah, do it. But if you're not as good an actor as, say, some Hollywood star, mm. then you don't get the job, mate. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no, I, 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 I said I hear that. Anyway, um, yeah, let's move on because like we've got literally about forty minutes left, and we still got quite things to go through. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just gonna power through these last uh, couple then. So while we were talking about Spider Man, um, I put uh, Spider Man Stuntronic. Uh, was revealed in Avengers Campus, which I think is in Disneyland in America, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so what this is, it's like um, a little kind of stunt show featuring Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. They have like an actor in a Spider-Man suit do something over here, does some flips, does some jumping about. Then he like goes behind some building and then you see what looks like him jump into the air, swing off some web and then spin in the air and then land over on another building. And that, that is this robot. Mm -hmm. I think even a couple of years ago, we saw like the development of it. It started off as like literally like a stick. Do you know what I mean? With like two hinges on it so that it could like, it could like imitate different positions of the knees Mm-hmm. And, and and the hips moving um and since then it's developed more and more and more they gave it limbs and made it more human shape and and now it's done it's, it's there in disneyland you can see yeah it looks sick if you haven't seen the video i would highly recommend you go it, look, it looks it looks really cool man it looks really cool and apparently uh see this is disney boy are, are doing it again they're like they're they're like pioneering all this technology to that's that's now making its way into their movie so we had the what is it the thing from the mandalorian oh the the, the gallery the, the volume the yeah. volume yeah the volume is apparently being used now in ant-man it's being used in the thor movie it's being used in another one as well i believe um 
uh, and, and Obi-Wan series is using it. So that's being used across the board now. Mm -hmm. And now apparently they're going to use this stuntronic thing in their movies as well to perform stunts rather than having stuntmen do it mm -hmm. because that takes a lot of time. The stuntman, you still have to worry about his safety. Yeah. They've got to rehearse it, plan out what they're going to do. Safety harnesses, this, that, you know what I mean? It takes long. Whereas with the, with the stuntronic robot, just type in what you want it to do and it does it. Do you know what I mean? That's so, so yeah, so that apparently is going to start getting incorporated into movies, which is good as well because they, then, then they won't have to rely on CGI as much. Do you know what I mean? And if you can actually get a real life physical thing doing like literally Spider-Man stunts in the air, swinging, flipping off things and spinning in the air, like it's, it's really impressive what they've done like it does all the spider-man poses while it's flying through the air and shit so yeah if they can incorporate that into movies i think that would be quite cool because like i said sometimes cgi as good as it can look we still know do you know what i mean mm. whereas if it's something real it 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 gonna look it, amazing isn't it? it's yeah. gonna look better it trick it's better it's easier to trick our mind when it's something that's actually there um, anyway, so Denai Guerrera is to reprise her role as Okoye in Wakanda Forever, which is, uh, so hold on. Is this the sequel? So, so, again, so, so we're getting two Wakanda TV shows. We're getting one that is like the Wakanda Forever TV show that we got told about originally, but now, yeah, but the sequel to Black Panther is now also called Wakanda Forever. Oh, then I'm very confused, but because did, didn't we get announced that we're getting a TV series called Wonder Wakanda Forever? Yeah. So yeah, there was a Disney Plus show was going to be Wakanda Forever. Yeah, but yeah. now Black Panther Two is called Wakanda Forever. So I don't know what's going on there, but but yeah, so so she, Zanai Guerrero is reprising her role as Okoye in the TV series Disney Plus series yeah and then she's also and then she's also untitled getting her own tv series okay all right yeah that could be cool she is a good character she's a good actress as well yeah um yeah i'd be down for that man that's interesting mm -hmm. i'll be up for that um so titan season three episode titles have been released oh uh there's also been a trailer for titan season three mm -hmm. uh i have not seen the trailer yet that like literally dropped like yesterday trailer. No, I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah. Uh, no, it looks pretty good. Um, looks like we've got Nightwing in there now. Hell yeah. Red Red Hood is there. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like some kind of Joker might be coming to the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would have to be. If you've got Red Hood, you can't have Red Hood without the Joker. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, you need that storyline. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks good. I still haven't seen season two of Titans. Oh, man, season two was sick. It was a bit dumb yeah. at the end. What? Yeah, you, you do. Wasn't Slade also supposed to make an appearance in Titans? Sorry, um, say that again. I'm sure Slade was also was was also um, set to make an appearance. The character Slade is set to make an appearance in the Titans. Um, uh, he was going to be there as Deathstroke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slade is Deathstroke. Yeah, I can't remember, but I feel like you're right. It's been ages since I watched that, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is news that came out very recently, just this week. Um, so yeah it should be good um because slade wilson is slade wilson uh, yeah yeah 
is uh is a really good uh character is all right i mean he's gone to to batman and um robin at the same time and has best of the time so mm. really good character and stuff like that. I'd, I'd love to see him in uh the titan series Hmm. Am oh, I? Am, am oh, I wrong? You know, like I, was, I found out something recently. Yes, uh, so canonically, Slade is actually a pedo. Did you know that? Like he's actually no, what? Yeah, hundred percent. Like he has, he has a wife and kid and everything like that. Oh no, no, because he uh, apparently like he did some like sexual stuff to like Terra from Teen Titans and Raven as well. It's oh been, mad! Like, oh yeah, he did that. Yeah, he yeah, did. he did some next pedo stuff to Terra from Teen Titans. I only found out over there. I was like, oh, this guy's kind of fucked, you know. Wait, in what in the comics or in the in the TV show in the cartoon? It, it, it was it was alluded to in the cartoon. He never, I mean, I never was actually shown because it was still like it was still like a child show in it. But mm. in in the uh, in the comics and in some movie, apparently, like he was out here just like men- mentally and physically and sexually abusing this girl, wasn't it? So yeah, it's a bit mm-hmm. mad, didn't it? That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's actually dark in it, like. Mm-hmm. It kind of made sense why he's so fucking obsessed with these kids that fight crime as well. When he's a yeah. and it's all like this guy's tapped in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's mad. That's yeah. mad. Um, yeah. Okay, moving on. So, born, um, boy, the career of sport is trying, man. He's really trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what he's trying like- to get this born movie made, and he's trying to get something done. But the latest news is that a Spawn spin-off series um, is in is in development. Uh, Sam and Twitch, yeah. Basically, they are like police. They're like detectives in the world of Spawn. Um, it looks like it's coming from the producers of Mayor of East Town. Mm-hmm. And Todd Phillips, who was the director of the Joker and the, the writer and creator of the Joker movie, so that could be good. Yeah, um, that could be good. I I yeah. don't, I don't know enough about these characters to give a damn if I'm being brutally honest. And we still haven't got a new Spawn movie, so mm. I would prefer to just get Spawn if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it could be good. You know what I mean? Like people didn't know who Guardians were. People didn't know who. You know what I mean? A lot of things were. And about the Guardians. Yeah, and now they're like one of the favorite things in in the MCU. Mm. So it could be good. It, it's it, it. I I do like, and a lot of people have tried to do it, but I do like seeing like normal people within a superhero world. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like I think they tried to make powerless. Which was like the DC version of um, of um, uh, I can't remember. It's, it's gone from my head, but it was like an insurance company within the world of DC, basically. Do you know uh, what I mean? Wasn't wasn't that Marvel? I thought that was a Marvel property. No, Marvel had damage control. That's it. Marvel's version is damage control. Okay. Powerless. Powerless was DC. Marvel was meant to be making a, a damage control show, which is basically a similar thing. But this is basically similar to that as well. It's like detectives, real world detectives in a world of Spawn, basically, where hell exists and demon clowns and all this type of shit. Um, so it could be, it could be interesting. It could be good. So mm. Todd, if Todd Phillips is involved as well, 
It could be really good. Um, cool. Yeah, so Michael Pena uh, and Owen Wilson have been cast in Secret Headquarters movie. Uh, who wants to talk about this? All right, so um, let, let me see if I can pull out the photo. Uh, sorry, I wasn't really fully paying attention to where we were. Um, this is where I need the music and I can't remember where it is. Oh, sorry, guys. It's all right. Um, yeah, I'm not really familiar with Secret Headquarters. What is Secret Headquarters? Let me look that stuff up. So, from, from what I remember, it's basically about a boy who, in his house, yeah, in his, like, basement, the world's greatest superhero, um, lives there. And then, I want to say, like, criminals try to break into the superhero's lair, and then, like, Home Alone antics ensue. Mm-hmm. All right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so... Okay, here it is. According to the report, Secret Headquarters is a high-concept family action movie about a kid who discovers the secret headquarters of the world's most powerful superhero hidden beneath his home and must defend it with his group of friends when villains attack. The Paramount movie will be produced by Jerry Brockenheimer and directed by Henry Jost and Errol Schloon, Project Power. Um, those are the people that were behind Project Power. The current draft of the film is written by Joyce and Shawman along with Josh Con- Conisberg. Um, yeah. So that's the story. I think it'll be funny just because of that dumb concept and who you've got involved yeah, in it. Sounds good. And the two actors are pretty good as well. Yeah. Could see yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Aquaman has been given its title Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom um, yeah I feel like we knew this already like I know it recently broke like maybe like last Wednesday or something but I felt like we had known it was going to be called this for like several months or am mm. I just dreaming like I feel we like we broke this news like oh, you got the foresight you got the foresight no, no. no it's not even foresight I'm pretty sure like T talked about this like a long time ago this was the title was going to be called the OC and I yeah I'm, I'm, am I wrong to you? Maybe I don't know. I can't. Maybe we it was like rumored or speculated, and mm. now it's been confirmed. Okay. Um, but yeah, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I mean, Atlantis is the Lost Kingdom. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know what that can mean. But like I said, I'm I'm more of a Marvel than a DC, to be honest. And yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> I enjoyed the first Aquaman. I'm not gonna lie, I found it fun. It was all right. I enjoyed it. Um. Anyway, all right. So yeah, we've done that one. Uh. So Super Pets. The cast is been revealed. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, who's in it? I've lost the thing because this is from a while ago. But I think like what is Kevin Hart in it? Am I right? Kevin Hart, The Rock. Um. Uh, I just remember the cast being dumb, like yeah. super stacked. Like everyone that's yeah. gonna be involved in it was just like, you know, uh, uh, a Hollywood A-lister. Mm. Keanu Reeves, I think, is in it. Yeah, I'm trying to just quickly pull up that like, IMDb. Oh my gosh, my fat fingers are pressing everything but S. Oh my days! Apparently, okay, yeah, John Krasinski is gonna be in it. Yeah, John. So John Krasinski, Keanu Reeves, Dwayne Johnson. Kate McKinnon, Jamila Jamil, who just recently talked about Kevin Hart's going to play an ace, Natasha Leone, uh, Diego Luna, 
uh, and Vanessa Bayer. So the cast is stacked. Like, mm. like I honestly, when when you first talked about this, I was like, I really don't care. And then they dropped like a little like kind of like trailer, and you just like listen who's gonna be in it. I was like, oh my days! Like this cast is stacked. Like I'm gonna watch I've this just, now. I've just seen as well. Mm. Um, it looks like Kevin Conroy is gonna be in it. Oh flipping hell yeah! Uh, this cast anytime is anytime Kevin Conroy voices Batman is yeah, yeah. the time get, for me. Get a mm. fucking bullet. Is that your mind? I said he he gets a burner, no hetero. <laughs> cool. All right, so no, I think that's wrapped no. with the comic book news. We've we've yeah, only got a one on, on on that note as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, that wraps comic book news. But unfortunately, I, I'm gonna have to apologize. But I'm gonna have to love you and leave you. Mm. Um, yeah, um. I'm at work. My shift is done, but the guy's late taking over, so it is fascinating. But yeah, it's Father's Day today, so I'm going to go and celebrate my first Father's Day being nice. a father. Mm-hmm. No worries, yeah, no worries. All right, so Big T, say bye to the people. Yeah, bye to the people. Thanks right. for having me. Sorry I was late, but mm. it's better to be yeah, late. Better late than never, I guess. And lost and never loved the two. I don't know. I'm trying to say. Right, something. fuck off. You can go now. Just get out of here. <laughs> Cool. 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 Alright, there's only one piece of anime and manga news, but I'm gonna play the bumper anyway. Why are you playing One Piece? You don't even watch One Piece. Fam, why are you, you baiting up the <laughs> copyright? Anime and manga. <laughs> this, this guy. Get don't watch One Piece and you're playing One Piece. Bro, I've watched though. like 150 episodes of One Piece. It's yeah, not that, good. I was bare. Like, what, 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 when did I start watching? I think it was just after they um, saved, um, what's her name from CP9? Oh, Robin. Yeah. Gordon. I'm pretty sure it was a couple of episodes after that's when I dropped off it. Because by that point, they'd gotten the new Going Married, hadn't they? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's like 100 and plus episodes man i watched i just again I, one day yeah, well, I, a thousand episodes just putting that into perspective isn't it? yeah so i'm 900 episodes behind but uh, i'm gonna get back to it one day just not now <laughs> all right so mine before you're rudely interrupted what's this one piece of anime news you got for us this week okay so saga of saga of time of the evil season two has been announced mm-hmm. um i don't think this has been given as of yet um but it also goes by the japanese name Yujo Senki, mm-hmm. which literally translates as the military chronicles of a little girl. Um, so this is the series where a uh, salary man um, ends up um, dying and is brought back in an alternate universe um, in an empire and has to go to war by God, basically, or a being that he calls being X because he's an atheist that refuses to um, refuse to call being X God, even though there are hints to science that is a god anyway. Um, so that I'm looking forward to. Um, season one is incredible just because this this girl is what, 10 years old at a time and she leads a platoon. She's pretty much heartless um, at times. Um, that very, very calculated, very, very methodical. Um, even so much as that she shows up her... Um, her um her superiors so yeah it's, it's a great it's a great anime series i 110 recommend that everyone watches it in time for season two 
And that's the lonely bit of anime news that I have. Come, come, come. All right. So we were meant to have a special E3 episode, but this waste man over here uh, let me down. Like, what was your reason for letting me down, Iceman? <coughs> um, I had to save the world, didn't it? That's basically what. <laughs> Such a goon. All right, so I want to mention yeah. just just some quick. I was watching you lot didn't even watch all of E3. All of you lot were cancelling at the last second and saying, oh, "I can't watch this E3." I'm doing. What something. do you mean? It was it was meant to be just me and you on the episode. No one else. Yeah. Was... Well, everyone was meant to be on it. No, like, it was meant to be me and you and maybe Micah, but Micah's obviously doing stuff for the Euros, and you are our resident gaming expert. Mine was more more than likely um gonna be doing it with um Bosch Gamer, and also you know he's been pulling he, he he's been generally pulling his weight. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll just do an extra bonus episode, just me and you, because obviously just. If you've got seven people on, that's seven people's opinions, and then you're gonna end up having a ten-hour show. Like, I don't have no one has the time to be ten, doing ten-hour shows when everyone's almost back to work from COVID. Anyway, uh, Borderland movies teases images featuring Kate Blanchett as Lilith, Jamie Lee Curtis as Doctor Patricia Tennis, Kevin Hart as Roland, and Jack Black as Claptrap. The movie is set to release in 2022. Uh, watching for E3, um, I want to say uh, uh, I could be absolutely butchering this. Um, but I want to say Ubisoft's um, little press conference. Um, they showed um, like little teasers of like behind the scenes to the filming. Um, and yeah, Kevin Hart looks, you know, even though he's going to be a short guy uh, compared to his actual character, looks like they're having fun making making a film. And I look forward to seeing it. Um, God of War sequel has been pushed back to 2022. Um, the, some people have said that this is because obviously with the limited supplies of PlayStation 5s, they now want to port a PS4 edition. Um, before E3, there was rumours that there's going to be a, a Demon Souls Light Fire Fantasy action RPG reportedly being developed by a team, team Ninja as a PS5 exclusive, um, which we'll touch into a little Ninja. bit. Yeah, we'll touch into a little bit more. Uh, Rick and Superman is in Fortnite, which is a bit of random news. Uh, we got the latest Battlefront, it's going to be called Battlefront 2042, got a trailer for that. And then we also got uh, a trailer for uh, Elder's Ring trailer as well. Uh, Marvin, I'm just, we're not going to go over everything because again, time is of the essence. Um, what was like your top two favorite E3 announcements? My top, my top two favorite E3 announcements. Yeah. Um, let me think. I'm not even. I'm not even sure. Alright, give us some of your highlights. They're like, bro, come on now. Uh, uh maybe Breath of the Wild two. Okay. Yeah. Cause I've got a switch. I've got a switch now, isn't it? So I've been playing um um Monster Hunter and stuff on that. But okay. Yeah, Breath of the Wild too. Cause I haven't played this older game for long, actually. Yeah, but, I I haven't I haven't even played Breath of the Wild too. So my man got a switch. I didn't think to say like, oh yo, Nana I got a switch. Add me as a friend. This oh, guy, sorry, man. My bad. <laughs> I swear, this I swear. guy. No, Bro. I only had one game though. I don't. I knew you didn't have Monster Hunter. But yeah, so. This guy, oh, yeah, I've had a switch. I've had a switch now for a little bit. This guy, gaming expert, and doesn't even say oh, this guy. Yeah, because I'm busy playing games. I'm I gonna game actually <laughs> like. Oh, if I could do oh, something, I didn't know this. Got, I didn't know this got announced. Oh, Halo, Halo Infinite. Yeah, so the Halo Infinite. They showed the multiplayer for Halo Infinite. Um, so 
Day three was Ubisoft. Um, they showed clips of Rainbow Six Extraction. It looked okay. Um, they're going in a little bit of different direction because they added like aliens. It was a very cool trailer. Uh, one to three player co- uh, co-op uh, cross platform is coming out September sixteenth. Uh, Thomas would have loved this news. Tom, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Brawlhalla, a game that I've not played, but again, I've heard lots of good things about it. People stream it. Oh, you have you played it? Uh, I've seen people play. I watch it on Twitch and stuff. And okay. <laughs> um, Mario Rabbit's um, Sparks of Hope was a very cool looking trailer um, considering when they made um, Mario Rabbit's the first time I was like what kind of dumb game is this year but it made a lot of money people were really big fans of the game um, so they've made a sequel um, Avatar game uh, Ubisoft's uh, Snowdrop Frontier oh, wait it's uh, there's going to be an Avatar game it's called Snowdrop Frontier of Pandora. Again, I'm probably butchering that because my notes aren't in the best of order. Um, I, I'm interested to see someone play this game, but I'm probably not going to get an Avatar game. But it did look really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm tempted to get it. With me, I always get games when they become a bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if, if, if it's single player, I'll probably get. It. If it's multiplayer, then I'll be tempted to get. It. Okay. Um, just because I prefer single player games, multiplayer games. No, that's um, fine. Yeah. Uh, day two uh, was obviously was dominated by Xbox and Bethesda. There was a very um, oh, what's the word? Like Xbox very heavily promoted the fact that a lot of their new games was gonna be on Game Pass. Game Pass. So out of the thirty games that they announced, um, I want I believe twenty seven of them will be available day one on Game Pass. Which for me. I'm probably like I'm still gonna get my PS5 when my money's up, but I think that my main console will probably be the Xbox as I have the ten pound a month Game Pass that comes with the online subscription stuff like that, and a lot of these games like literally um, Outriders. The only reason I played Outriders, which I haven't even gone back to since I played it, um, the only reason I even played it is because it came on Game Pass. Um, so it was announced that uh, Starfield was coming out on the 11th of, the 11th, 11th of November 2022. Uh, it will be on the Game Pass. is also going to be Xbox exclusive. Um, p- people are calling it uh, a much better No Man's Land. Um, they didn't really show a lot in the trailer. But again, it's it's not coming out until next year, like late next year. So we've got time to see trailers, mm. see gameplay, stuff like that. Uh, Back for Blood comes out October twelfth. Um, they really they showed a really cool uh, trailer for that. Um, it's also going to be on, on Game Pass. Uh, if one person has the DLC in your party, then you all have access to the DLC. So I thought that was really Same. cool. Um, Contraband was an open world co-op game that's also coming to Game Pass. Uh, sea of Thieves: uh, Pirates Life comes out June twenty second. This is a collab oh. between. Um, is that going to be the official launch of Sea of Thieves? Because I know it's been in beta and stuff, or is this going to be a completely new Sea of Thieves game? No, Sea of Thieves is out. It's out. Uh, sea I'm, of Thieves is out. And this no, is, I thought uh, you were talking about another, another game. No, no. So no, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is Sea of Thieves, but they've mm. kind of like collabed with Disney. So this, it's going to be throwing um, a Pirates of the Caribbean story. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have like Jack Sparrow. You're going to have um, the Kraken. Uh, you're going to have the characters from Pirates of the Caribbean. So mm-hmm. again, um, it's just it just it just looked really cool. I've not played um, Sea of Thieves, but again, I see people streaming it. Um, I think it's available on Game Pass for free. Um, all of the Yakuza games are on Game Pass, including uh, the new one, which is Like a Dragon. Um, 
Battlefield 2042, this is one of the interesting things that came out of that. It's going to be 128-man team battles with no campaign mode. Do you, any of you remember, um, was it War? It was on PlayStation. It was like the very first game that had like 32 on 32 um, battles. And back, yeah. then, back then it was like revolutionary because like you couldn't get that many people on um, a multiplayer game. Yeah, that was mad. But that's just 128. It's going to be actually nuts, though. That's mm. going to be crazy. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Oh, did you, did you see apparently they're going to do a, a, a spin-off season of Castlevania? Yes, we talked about that last week. But that episode got that episode got deleted. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 it might be. But obviously, like I really like Trevor Belmont and Selfie in it, so it was just to see how their descendant plays on. Uh, Twelve minutes comes out on nineteenth for the eighth twenty one. Um, I will probably play this a few times as a game pass. It's like um, ah, oh, what's it called? It's like a a Groundhog's Day game. But yeah. it looked interesting enough. Uh, the very worldly, worldly, the very popular um, PC game Hades comes to Xbox on August the thirteenth. I'll probably try and pick that up and stream it. Just try and get some new followers and stuff. Uh, Halo Infinite, Infinite will come out on Christmas twenty twenty one. I have never really played a Halo game other than the Halo Wars. I completed the Halo Halo Wars. Um, I was streaming Halo Wars two on Mondays, but I've dropped off that. That will be something I want to be starting back up from tomorrow. So you will be watching me play Halo Wars 2. Um, there's going to be a Diablo 2 Resurrected. Um, Elden Ring. Elden, no, sorry. Elden Chronicles. Uh, those look very interesting. It looked like a classic JRPG. Uh, it looked turn-based. Um, there's It looked like there's two versions of this coming out. One's going to be coming out in 2022. Another one coming out in 2023. Again, available on Game Pass on um, day one. Uh, Age of Empires 4, October 28th. I'm probably going to pick this up because, again, as right now, I don't have a laptop that's powered enough to stream like good PC games. So I'll probably play this on my Xbox One. Um, the Outworlds Horizons 2. Uh, the Outworlds Horizon 2. Sorry, really two different lines. The Outworlds 2 Xbox exclusive. Um, Forza Horizon 5. That's going to be set in Mexico. Um, they mentioned Fable, but they didn't show anything about it. Um, and also yeah, the Xbox. Could that be like Fable 5 or something? I swear there's been bare Fables now. It's Fable 5. Five. Yeah, I want to say it's Fable 5, but they've been teasing Fable 5 for the last two years, and again, they teased it in this E3, but they only mentioned it by name, but they didn't actually show anything of it. Um, uh, quick little things about Square Enix, and I'm just going to call it on a day and move it to the main events. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out on 26th of October 2021. Um, the game looked better than the Avengers game but I'm still not a fan of how the character models aren't of the ones that we know from MCU that is a little bit off putting it didn't look as bad but it yeah it weren't great it was it, was, it, it didn't look like, aesthetically well, pleasing well, like their characters from the actual movies is what you was meaning yeah yeah they don't resemble the characters from the movies is it, I think sometimes they have problems with that because it, it's, a, it's essentially immortalising a actual human person into a game in there yeah but then you do the same in the movies and i i just think uh, I, I just think it was a license issue i just think they don't have yeah, the rights no, i mean as well a licensing as well yeah with it. they don't have the rights to use the or, or the to attain the rights for like Robert, actual human image yeah. yeah it would be too costly especially since like they're all like hollywood a-list celebrities now like they're not they're not gonna be like oh yeah you can use my face for like a dollar it's gonna be some serious bank um, yeah. But what I did like is that they got the the trailer and the gameplay that showed that they got the humor of the Guardians right. Um, you basically play Star Lord, uh, which is really cool. 
uh, the decisions that you make in the game will have an effect on the storyline. And um, each of the gardens, like, you can select them to kind of, like, use their unique abilities to help you throughout the game. Um, it will definitely have a, a sense of replayability, as you can, like... So, like, one of the missions, it was like, um, we need something from this criminal, and they like exotic um, aliens. Do we, like... Tra- and the options were, like, do you trade them Groot, or do you trade them Rocket? And obviously, as you go through, it like gives you options of whether you want to stick with trading Groot or trade Rocket. And obviously, there's different jokes that happens um, based on what you select. Um, so, uh, Final Fantasy Origins uh, is a Final Fantasy. G- oh, sorry, six original Final Fantasy games are getting remastered, um, which would be kind of cool. Um, there are some that I have not played, so I would probably want to check, go back and play them, especially if it's like available. Really? For- they're really doing this copy and paste stuff in there, just bringing out remastering stuff that's already been like. Considered. Well, ag- again, not everyone got to experience. Like, experience if you if you were a mad fan of, let's say, you're you're 12 years old and you loved Final Fantasy 15, and you've you're wondering to yourself why is this number 15, and then yeah. your daddy tells you or mummy tells you, oh, you know, like Final Fantasy. Like again, remember Final Fantasy 7, I think was the first one that came out to the West. So one to six. Like, didn't you get like no it, screen time? Yeah, it, you had to like have like a Japanese console, or you know, you might have had to buy one of the late editions. But again, now now they're making it so that pretty much anyone can access in the West, then you can actually go back and play these original games and maybe with a little bit of updated graphics. Um, you're getting a, with the Avengers game, you're getting a new expansion pack called uh, expansion pack expansion called War for Wakanda. Uh, it looked really cool. It was yeah, I'm they had for this one. They had some good music for the trailer. It was at no extra cost. Uh, they're also going to be introducing a patrol mode. Um, yeah, um, a couple of little phone games that were mentioned uh, was Hitman Snipers Mobile, Near Reincarnation, Final Fantasy the First Foot Soldier, which is a battle royale game. Uh, another thing that they talked about was uh, Babylon's Fall. It looked like a poor man's Final Fantasy. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, and it wasn't turn based. Uh, Final Fantasy Origins: Stranger of Paradise, uh, 2022. I just put there's a black guy. There was because I was like, oh my gosh, there's a black guy in his team. That was like really cool. Um, the English dub did actually sound herocious, her- her- terrible. Yeah, it's so bad that I'm making up words for it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's how bad it was. Um, the guy. Oh, um, this is basically a prequel to all of the Final Fantasies, or it was a prequel to Final Fantasy One, um, because you're going up against the main villain Garland in the first one. Uh, it's going to be available on all consoles, but the demo is available on PS Five, which unfortunately I do not have. Um, but I will definitely like. I don't really do super difficult games because, like, even though I'll call myself a gamer, I'm a casual gamer. I'm not, you know, I'm not an elite gamer. Um, but I do want to check this out because obviously I'm a massive fan of Final Fantasy um, and I've pretty much played every game in some ports in some shape or form since Final Fantasy 7 um, Day 3 was Capcom just a couple little things Resident Evil is launching a multiplayer mode um, which again Ooh. sounds strange but um, I know some of my guys some of my guys will be playing it Mistress Booty huh? Where people are going to be smacking that vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, m- did you know that monsters? Uh, monst- did you know that mo- the monsters and monster hunters are, aren't called monsters? They're called monsties. Oh, 
Mon- no, I didn't know that. Monsties. Yeah, that was a bit of a reveal in the in the in the on E3, and I was like, why would you don't just not stick with a name that works? Well, they, they change they change a lot of, a lot of different stuff, isn't it? Mm, well, that was a bit weird. Um, but what, Mon- Monster, what, are they talking about the film or the actual game? The game, the game. I'm pretty sure they call them monsters in in the game. Well, you need to go and watch the Capcom the Capcom for Monster Hunter stories. Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin is coming What is coming their out. reasoning for them calling monsters? I don't know. Like I thought you would know since this is the game that you play. I thought I banged be- out there, but I never really like I I watch the storyline sometimes. But I I as far as I know, they always they always refer to the monsters as monsters. So they must well, have been trying to. They they, the they, 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 yeah. This must be a recent thing, in it. Yeah. Yeah. So even, um, even the in game voice clips of the latest one, because in the late in the latest Monster Hunter, yeah, one thing they done which was good is actually give your character voice lines, which mm-hmm. they've never done for the, the past like however many Monster Hunter games, ten or twelve Monster Hunter games. Your Monster Hunter character has always just been like a silent character, similar to how Link is silent in the Legend of Zelda. He never yeah. says anything, but that's what your Monster Hunter character has always been like. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, in you this t- game can choose the voice of your character mm. and he will say stuff like he will say stuff to your other teammates when you're in the middle of the hunt he'll mm. say watch out for the monster the monster's aiming at you and he'll well, say stuff like that yeah i i, I, I was i would say go back and watch the e3 of they called they called them monsters and i was like what the fuck um like but there's gonna be a like there's gonna be a story mode for called monster hunter stories 2 um it actually looks kind of cool like I probably would play this. Um, I, again, Monster Hunter is not something I'll get. Like, I don't really do a lot of online gaming. Um, normally because my friends don't have the patience to play with me online and I don't have the patience to yeah, get, get out. Monster Hunter people will leave straight away if yeah. you die. I'm not online. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I don't have the time and patience to get good at such a game. You can, like, can hunt shit monsters if you want, but we're not hunting. We're not hunting monsters that one shot you. Because if you hunt monsters that one shot you and you're dying, that that means that's a whole forty minutes gone into trying to hunt this monster for you today. That's not what they yeah, want. Nah. They Again, I'd rather not play games where I'm not gonna be able to put in the time and effort. I'll, I'll stick to the games that I'm good at and like I can play casually and have fun in. Um, uh, Nintendo. Um, obviously we talked about it earlier that Breath of the Wild Two has been announced, and also I thought this was really cool and really interesting. Uh, Kazuya from Tekken is going yeah. to be a playable character in Smash Brothers. They actually got man's full move list in there. Yeah. He's gonna be one of the characters with the most bloody um <coughs> most bloody bloody moves in in Smash now. Yeah. I wonder how well he's gonna translate because a lot of the other characters who come from other games into their game have got like next kind of mad mechanics from their game, but but yeah, James, you know, Snake was one of them. Yeah. Like like changing to like a smash a smash world. I'm talking like Ryu and Ken as well, they've got like target combos and stuff like actual combos which are un untackable or ungetting out of mm. un, you can't get out of them because they they actually combo in street fighter so they target mm. combo in street in smash brothers mm. so kazuya has 10 string combo and it looks like it's a string of a whole 10 attacks that you can't break out of so i'm wondering if that will be if they'll employ like tekken kind tekken-esque kind of mechanics into the game because last time they did that they literally released the single most broken character in all of Smash history, but like they did, they put um, Bayonetta into into Smash yeah. um, on the Wii, and mm. she was the most hated character for the longest time because they took the Bayonetta, 
Bayonetta mechanic of Witch Time, which is in the Bayonetta games, which is like a, which is like basically like a Ninja Gaiden uh-huh. kind of like, um, what's it, what's it called? Like, like I can't even remember. Like you know, like the Ninja Gaiden kind of games where you just you're in like a kind of small area just blasting people, like hack and slash. I think it's hack and slash kind yeah. of game thing. Mm. But yeah, she t- she has a mechanic called Witch Time. And basically, in the games, it's balanced because she can slow down the NPCs and dodge their bullets last moment, like Matrix. And then they go into slow down, and then you can punish them in the in the end recovery of them swinging a, a punch that was supposed to hit you, or swinging a sword that's supposed to hit you. But they put that mechanic into Smash, so you can make your enemies literally slow down mm. and punish them for which timing your enemies moves. And then you could—it was just so dumb, like. You couldn't beat Bayonetta in that game. She just comboed better than every character because she could combo like she comboed in her Bayonetta game and she just switched time people's moves and then she was just like the most annoying character to deal with mm. in that game. So if they if they make Kazuya like he does in Tekken, like being able to hit someone in the air and then carrying on comboing them like they're in Tekken, then he might be busted in this Smash as well because that would be absolute nonsense in Smash mm. getting three combos off like it's Tekken. And if they give Kazuya properties like... like plus moves on block and stuff like that which is not a smash thing mm. if they do stuff like that like then it will be it'll be pretty interested to see how how high rank height how high tech Kazuya is mm. but i'm i'm hyped for how he looks though they look yeah like he, he looks he looked really good i mean he looked very fluid yeah. like i thought it was like when they were showing i was like what is this because like i was like these these look like smash guys i was like there's no way this level of like quality could be in a smash game and I was yeah. like, duh. And I like the yeah. fact that when he dropped off Kirby off the cliff, that was jokes. That was, he was yeah. dropping bear characters off that cliff like yeah. they were actually, right? He dropped Smurf, he dropped Ganondorf, he dropped, I think he dropped Captain Falcon as well. Like He dropped like bear characters off the cliff like he bodied them. Then he tried to drop little Kirby and he just flew, flew off. Mm. Nah, I, 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 I like that reveal. Um, yeah, so yeah, after you know, obviously I mentioned Coffee. What is your now? Maybe that's triggered something of your memory. What is your highlight of E3? I like because you're going into Smash is a good one as mm. well, and yeah, Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild. I'd say those those two those two are probably the best the best two. Okay, uh, mine. Do you have a highlight of E3? Mm. Okay. Probably have to say um, Avatar. Avatar looks good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Actually, actually, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Let me change. Change it. Avatar looks good, but I think Tiny Tina's Wonderland because Tiny Tina's Wonderland looks like it's a mishmash of um, of um, Borderlands with like other other you know other titles mechanics. I'm coming to title off the top of my head right now, mm. but. That looks good. I've been waiting for a while for a new Borderlands game or mm-hmm. a game from Gear. Um, mm-hmm. This happens to be it. Um, so that's, that's the one I'm looking out for. All right, cool. And yeah, mine was definitely the Final Fantasy game. Um, so let's move on to the main events. But we've got to be real quick time with these. Um, why do I always do this? There we go.
Being in it. All right. So Hitman's bodyguard to the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Uh, it's just me and Martin that watched this year. Seen it? You said you've seen it, yeah? No, I don't. I haven't seen it. Okay, mine. You seen it, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I love this movie. This movie knew what it was. It was dumb action. This is like, like we you know when people like hate on the Fast and Furious movies. Like they give you what you want: action, yeah. dumb jokes. You know, oh, and Salma Hike. Oh my lord, she, yeah, she is still. A babe. Oh, I don't know how old she is, but she is still one of the most sexiest women alive. She, whew, man, yeah. When she took off her coat in that scene, I was like, Lord of mercy. Listen, Just that scene. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's freaking sexy. Like Samuel yeah, L. Jackson. The, 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 the club scene as well. Listen, Samuel L. Jackson is a lucky man to be able to she's act. 54, you know. 54. Listen, oh my it days. You, Marvin, you used to, um, yeah, Marvin, you used to watch this movie and then you'd be like, oh, God damn. God damn, God damn, God damn. But um, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I just loved like Ryan Reynolds is just great. Like whatever he does and with, with, yes, he he's in a similar role kind of to Deadpool, but like he plays that funny guy so well. And and again, like, you know, I could knock this movie for some of the action scenes just being a bit stupid. There were some, like, bad CGI points, but, like, this is not meant to be set in, uh, like, in the real world. It's dumb. Like, th- th- some of those shots that she was getting are, are never headshots, do you know what I mean? Um, mm. It's just a fun action movie, man. I, I would highly recommend anyone go see this. Um, if, you know, if you want something to go, to go to cinema see and just have some fun with it, highly recommend it um especially if you watch the first or you enjoy that one this just continues exactly in that vein uh mine what are your some of your thoughts oh and it's a, it's for me it's a whole chicken uh mine what are some of your thoughts and what's your rating yeah i just think that some some summer hike was amazing in this mm-hmm. um and, and even even last week i thought she was absolutely jokes as sort of kincaid mm-hmm. um i liked a lot of the jokes that they did um I liked Joe. I think Samuel Jackson and uh, Ryan Reynolds actually have good chemistry in this. Oh, amazing um, chemistry! They have, they have good chemistry in in general. I think, mm. um, especially from the last movie. So this is just an addition to that. Um, for me, it's a three piece, and I'd hundred percent watch it again. Nice, 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 nice. Don't. All right. Um, finally, it got around to watching Treze. Oh, sorry, you got more. I thought, yeah, I thought you just my surface force, but oh, you got more. All right, go on. Just a little bit more. Um, Ed Skrein, um is um, one of the actors who was in Deadpool. Um, he was, um, oh, the name escapes me, but he was the doctor who was um, overseeing the experiments on um, on Wade Wilson. Oh, Ajax. Ajax, that's it, or Ajax if you're Dutch. But yeah, so he also plays um, as Frank Martin in the latest um, Transporter movie. Uh, replacing Jason Statham, right? Mm. So we saw him in a car chase. This is when I think Ryan Reynolds, uh, so sorry, Ryan Reynolds' character, Michael Bryce, was sort of knocked out. And he was dreaming that he was in a car chase, right? He was there. Mm. Um, it was just fun because obviously the Transporter movie is all about car chases. So I thought it was pretty cool, really cool seeing a car chase. Um, do a lot of nods to other movies, maybe intentional, maybe unintentional, um, like the motorbike scene where. Sonia's sitting at the front of the bike, but she yeah. then turns around to shoot at the pursuers. 
Alex Michael that's Zed steering the bike, which is similar to what we've seen in Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, or mm-hmm. even um uh there's a James Bond movie with um Pierce Brosnan in it. This is I think it's earlier this earlier um James Bond since I can't remember the name of that one, but again, very, very similar scene happening that way it was handcuffed to um Bongo on that one. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. similar thing happened. I remember. It's not the one with Hadley Berry, is it? No, it's not about Halle Berry. No, the the bonga was um, I want to say she was Chinese, or at least at least she was she was at least Southeast Asian. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, it's been a while since I watched them. There's so many Bond movies, you know. So exactly, many. exactly. Um, I'd love to see. I would have loved to see more references uh, to movies, especially in the opening scenes where you know he's got the bodyguards. Um, uh, his day he's dreaming, he's got the bodyguards. Um, ceremony or awards because. Can you imagine? I can imagine Bruce Willis being there, like Bruce Willis from The Bodyguard, <laughs> being being in that one, or Jason Statham's transporter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so him being there as well, just all just you know, there around there because they've obviously had bodyguard type, um, or even 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 um, what's his name, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it because they've had all bodyguard type roles in the movie. So I thought yeah. that would be interesting. He's just like a little cameo appearance. So they need to be in the movie other than in that dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like that. There was a Star Wars reference in the in the tunnel scene, um, where both Michael Bryce and um, uh, King Cade get um, kidnapped, and <laughs> he get and so um, King Cade is uh, so paid by Samuel Jackson. So Samuel Jackson, um, as King Cade, picks up a mace after he picked up a sword and um, shanks someone with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, picks up picks up a mace and goes. Let's see what this mace can do. I was like, ah, mace windy. <laughs> I, <laughs> He was like, "Man, I'm keeping this base," and I thought, I thought, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there were references to other other uh, films across across the movie. Mm. Um, so I thought it was pretty good. And honestly, um, for a lot of movies that I've given three pieces for, they, I won't, I wouldn't have watched them again. Like Ryan the Last Dragon, I said before, it's something that will take me a while to watch it again. Mm. Um, whereas with something like. Um, like uh, the Hitman's wife's bodyguard, mm. I'd 110 watch it multiple times, mm. um, as well as the Hitman's bodyguard. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Um I absolutely loved Antonio Banderas um, at growing up as a child. Oh. So seeing him in this as the villain, like they didn't give him a lot to do, but mm. again, I just love his character. I just love him as an actor. So it was just great seeing him. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. you had um, number one from the Umbrella Academy. And I was just like, oh, look, it's him, uh, Tom Hooper. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. because you know what? Because I looked at him, I was like, I swear um, both, um, oh, was it both Ed Scrine and him look very similar. I'm not going to lie. Mm. What, you see, you, 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 see, you see the chick, um, the like badass security chick that was with him. Who was she? Because I'm trying to find, because she looked really familiar as well, but I can't find, um, is it Gabrielle Wright? Oh, maybe that, I wasn't paying. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to her. So Cause she looked very yeah. familiar as well. She didn't pop in my head at all. Mm, she looked mad familiar. But yeah, man, I really had a lot of fun in this film. Like I watched this by myself, like in in a in, a, in an empty cinema screen, so I could laugh oh. as much as I wanted. I could whoop and holler, you know, make mm. all the noise. Uh, I got free medium coke, which was basically a, a XL coke. Um, yeah, man, I had a great time with this movie, man. This is just gonna come out of out of random, but did have you guys have any of you not watched the 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 Demon Slayer movie? Yeah, it went, yeah. So we, we did a whole we episode and we, we yeah, yeah, I know. I was just I wasn't sure if you'd done an episode. Yeah, yeah. I was just one. 
Yeah, okay. we did. We did a, a bonus episode of Demon Slayer movie. It was awesome. What would you rate? Just since you brought it out, what would you rate the Demon Slayer movie? I know, no, it was good. The whole chicken, definitely. Yeah. I watch it again as well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It made me go back and watch what some of the Demon Slayer episodes as well. Actually. Oh yeah, I I watched season. I rewatched season one before going to see the movie because oh, and I was I just like. It lived up to I the hype. I want to rewatch the whole season one before watching the movie. Listen. I did watch a cap. I watched a recap in it. I watched like a half an hour recap of everything that happened in mm. season one in it. You would have so. been surprised if you start episode one. Yeah, you probably well, you're you're so busy bumming your gaming, so you probably would like yeah, get distracted. <laughs> but if you had started episode one, yeah, you you'd have got you'd have got sucked in and ended up watching the whole yeah. thing. No, I'm, I'm still watching other anime as well at the moment. Obviously, One Piece, and I was watching. I'm watching that thing you said in it. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? In oh, you're finally watching that. Yeah, yeah. I'm season I, one and two. Yeah, I've only watched season one. I need to watch season two. What? I'm ahead of you then. I'm watch. I'm one almost finished. I'm like halfway through season three. That's good. That's okay, good. then that means I might have seen season one and two then, and then not start season because season three is like recently dropped, didn't it? What's the last thing you remember happening then? Oh, I can't remember. I watched that time ago. Yeah, man, you need to remember. I can't remember. Listen, I, I, it was just because I remember Sam. Sam messaged me. It's like, oh, my son wants to watch this anime, and it sounds a bit. The title sounds a bit weird. Like, is it okay for him to watch it? And at that time, I hadn't watched it, so I was like, I had to go quickly look at the synopsis. I was like, oh yeah, he'll be fine watching it. Yeah, no, uh, it's a bit like kind of fan servicey at some point. Yeah, but it it wasn't as bad as let's say something like redo healer. No, it's definitely not better than either, but and there are some there's some parts in season two where like they, they cover like prostitution and stuff. Mm. So it's a bit like yeah, I don't know if, if the, I don't know how old that's. Well like. he yeah, well he's this is when he was like maybe like fifteen, but obviously he's like yeah. grown now. Not, he's like it's not as bad as Redo of Healer, really. Yeah, yeah. Like. He, he he's 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 seen Redo Healer. I think he's like seventeen now. Oh, or, shit. or eighteen. So do you know what I mean? He 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 Healer has just become that standard of like <laughs> Watch that, just watch that fucking show in it. Yeah, because it's like, amazing. It's absolutely filthy. Like, like I said, that's my anime of the year so far. <laughs> like that is my anime of the year. Redo Healer right now is my anime of the year. Like it's amazing. Uh, right, so to, sticking on to anime, Treze, uh, set in Molina, where the mythical creatures of Philippine folklore live in hiding amongst humans. Alexandra Treze finds herself going head to head with a criminal underworld compromised of malevolent supernatural beings. Um, I like I hate not liking like um, ethnic things, but this just didn't bang with me. You know, <coughs> uh, I didn't watch it, but it sounds like the classical trope that's been done in bad, bad different kind of animes. But. Do you know what? I feel like it was it was the style. Like as an anime, like the animation was alright, the voice actor was fine. Um, I feel like the like let's say for example, yeah, if you're not someone that's used to watching like Bollywood or Nollywood movies, yeah, mm. you're not really gonna appreciate them because they're done in a certain style that the West just doesn't do. Doesn't so me, I yeah. feel like with this year, I feel like it being the very first Filipino anime, it was catered for that 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 race do you know what i mean and and that yeah. style of tv it's kind of like how you know telenovelas like some people love that style like even though we've we've developed and moved on from that they still film things in that over the top style do you know what i mean and so, like i said same with like um nollywood movies like the technology has progressed for them to make better movies but they still do it in that crappy like 80s 90s style like it's just it's just what's they've done um 
I'll give this a quarter chicken. It was, you know, it was, it was six episodes, about 20 minutes each. Um, I like the action. I like the violence. I, I, I like the folklore that they tried to introduce. Obviously, again, me, I'm not familiar with Filipino folklore. So some of it just didn't like resonate with me. Um, which is a shame because I, I, I wanted to love it. It just didn't bang for me. Like it was all right, but nothing I want to go back. Okay. I, I tell a lie. Nothing I'm not going back to you. I tell a lie. If they do a season two, the, the cliffhanger that they, they potentially left at the end, I will watch a season two, like just to see where the story goes and how they complete it. Um, but other than that, everything was fairly straightforward, fairly predictable. Um, it's hard because like I would recommend this to people to watch just because again it gives you a different style it's the same way like oh you know some people like not all anime like anime is broad in its horizon isn't it? it's not all Japanese focused do you know what I mean we're now getting Korean anime that's just absolutely banging we're, we're getting um, you know Spanish anime um, like it's expanding Chinese. it so Chinese. Um, oh yeah Chinese Chinese anime um yeah so so anime is expanding it um so if you like um like stuff to deal with the cult and stuff i'll check this out uh mine what did you think of this and what would you rate it all right so i thought i had decent story animation mm-hmm. um it's good to hear about other cultures um folklore um for example there's um a i don't know a, a creature race demon race called the aswang mm-hmm. um so I was watching Grimm, right? Um, as a, as a series, like, I don't know if it's on Netflix now, but it used to be on Netflix. And I think they also showed it on uh, British television somewhere, right? Mm. And it's based on the Brothers Grimm, um, I guess, uh, books or whatever. Mm. Um, so I was familiar with the Aswang. In Grimm, the Aswang was a creature that preyed on pregnant women. Oh, mad. Um, whereas in this case, they seem to just have an appetite for human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I knew of that, I I started to appreciate this a lot more because I thought, oh, so it's not just, you know, something that's, well, it's made up for Grimm. It's actually a real folk, uh, like it's part of like, the folklore mm-hmm. in um in the Philippines. So I appreciated that. Um, I liked the flashbacks. They were good and it added to the uh, story in a cohesive manner. Um, so explaining uh, Trace's um, background, um, with her mother, the magic that she was that she learned, and also with the twins, uh, the twins' father who was a demon, um, and also the twins' mother. So all that was all that was done, like I said, in a very cohesive manner. Um, and yeah, I I give it, I give it a three piece. I'd say. Oh, well, okay, um, that's cool. Not so much, not so much for the animation stuff because like i said animation is decent as well as a story um but i think it's more because of the culture as well because with me so i think i think we mentioned this before when we had our our guest on Mm. uh when i said that it's it's just interesting that you know like uh, we were talking about gatekeepers and you know anime and how anime um sort of why is that i like anime for example or the whole uh cultural aspect so i think anime for me is like the gateway to other people's culture because i, I do love anime i love animations in general mm-hmm. um so because of that i think that's why my rate increase is because i got to see an insight into into another people's culture um in this case also it was the filipino culture and the mm-hmm. folklore um 
yeah, but in terms of but everything else was just felt box standard to me. I mean, if I didn't know it was Filipino, I could either say, okay, it's somewhere in, in, in Southeast Asia. Um I thought it was South 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 America. You felt that South America oh, or, South, or South America. Do you know yeah. actually you're, you're right, because I did think South America as well because of the I think it's the way some people some of the people looked at also the yeah. way they spoke. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that um obviously I maybe you might not know this, but um historically um, the Philippines was colonized by the Spanish. So okay. you have, I, I don't know if their native, I don't know if their language, Tag- uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Tagalog or Tagalog, mm. but I don't know if it's influenced with Spanish um, or if there are some Spanish speaking parts, but all I know is that there's been some form of influence on a language in the Philippines. Mm. Um, so there's certain things, for example, you have Padre, which I think is father, but I think they call you, they'll call you a you as a friend pare so there's mm. there's that sort of connotations for example um that's something i learned from one of our ex teammates actually um so um yeah because of that just you know having an insight to other parts of culture i think i really really enjoyed that mm-hmm. and anime for me in general is just a gateway for me to learn about other people's cultures yeah um which is why you know when we have things like uh says manos for example oh uh, that um, see see this is the thing i love says manos though yeah. That was dope. I forgot exactly. about that one. That one was sick. There you go. There you go. So, do you know what I mean? I appreciate more because I know in Mexico, they have a huge, there's a huge anime following there. I mean, when I go online, I look for anime, especially mm. on YouTube. Um, like, I say every, every one out of three will be full version anime, but in Spanish, I'm thinking. Yeah, the lot of Spanish dubs. I mean, as obviously, it's, 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 it's Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so this is why I appreciate most because it's a gateway to be enjoying other people's cultures. So that's I think that's why I gave it three piece. Do you know what's funny? You talk about Spanish here, yeah? like um, mm. via the nerd here. Yeah, um, I watched the streams of um, the voice actor that plays back. Uh, is it Bakugo from My Hero Academy? Oh, um, Bakugo, the, yeah. The Spanish dubs. Um, he's he's a he's a dude that's um, friends with Jesse from Nerds, and he's a really is cool he, is dude. He's a gamer guy. Uh, say that again. Is he a gamer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we've played with him with him before, or at least you've seen I've seen the streams before. Uh yeah, yeah it should have drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he's yeah, and uh, he he it's funny because I jump into the stream and obviously like ninety percent ninety percent of it he's talking Spanish in it, but anytime I, I drop a comment he'll like respond well, he in English. With you guys before. No, no, he's not playing no he's not playing Apex oh. with us. Okay. But like he's a, he's a, he streams as well, innit? And he's the voice actor for um, Bakugo in the Spanish dub. Oh, okay. Does he shout? Does he shout a lot? Then he has to do a lot. No, of no. Yeah, he, yeah. He has to do a lot of shouting when he's on when he's voice, doing, acting, when he's yeah, voice yeah. acting. But when he's on Twitch, he's like pretty chill, dude. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, podcasting opens opens doors and lets you meet people that you never thought you would meet. So yeah. very cool. All right. So my battery on the tablet is nearly dead, but we are calling it a day. We are for the most part caught up. Um, next week we will be talking about. Let me just quickly pull up the list. Um, see why? Why would my laptop just be on nonsense? So next week, uh, record of Ragnarok, which is anime on Netflix, in the Heights, um, Luca on Disney Plus, uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Uh, Rick and Morty, I think the second season, second part of the latest season starts as well. And also going to be reviewing Vacation. So, guys, tune in to us next week. And yeah. hopefully we'll have more of the crew on. And it'll be a blast. So, without further ado, Marvin, say bye to the people. Bye to the people.
Martin, thank you as always for being the one guy on time. Uh, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, sorry again for losing that last episode. Uh, hopefully, I don't make the same mistake again. Uh, yeah. Catch you guys next week. Bye-bye now.